the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, yo, how the heck are you? It is The Monty Show. That's right, the truth in sports talk, streaming right here on YouTube every single day. Presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business, because this entire country is never going to be done with winter, and nobody knows how to drive in winter. Hey, man, somebody's speeding, too much speed, they hit you, they wreck your car, you didn't deserve that, but you do deserve an advocate, theadvocates.com, where you never pay until they win your case. Chat with an attorney live online for free today, 24-7, 365. You can talk to an attorney free online at theadvocates.com. A thrilling Thursday to you. Not one, not two, not three, but four tickets to see WWE Road to WrestleMania. And his name is John Cena. Love that drop. Um, <laughs> I don't hate it. Uh, we have four tickets for you today. And really what I want you to do is I want you to tweet at Jake. You have to follow Jake. Jake's got three Twitter followers. Three total. That's that's weak sauce. <coughs> tweet at Jake, SLC Jake. SLC Jake on Twitter. You follow him on Twitter. You DM him. You say, I want to go to see WWE at Maverick Center on Friday night, or excuse me, on Saturday night, and he's going to hook you up. First yeah. one in that follows him and DMs him, let's go. Do it. That's how we do this. Hello, everybody watching the show. Uh, appreciate you guys being here. Truly, without you, we couldn't do it. James Knight says, giddy up, guys. Have a great show. See, but it, giddy up. Like a Josh Giddy, <laughs> right? Right. Because James is right. in Australia, the, the, mate. The wannabe Austin Reeves, right? Put a, put a shrimp on the Bobby, mate. Right. Anyway, the point is, James, good to see you, Cowboy Rev. How the heck are you? Big Twelve Sports Baylor football changed his name. Uh, your mark has entered the Big Twelve and rocked the nation. Get it with rock. See what he did there. See what he did there. Rock nation. Christopher Shannon says, "Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty." Bob Holsey says, "Bucked up, Potnas. Bucked up. I got it right here. I got yeah. the gin and juice. Mrs. Monty's favorite gin and juice. That'll be on the uh, menu today. But you are all here for one reason and one reason only. It is our daily update." On as the Pac-12 turns. (laughs) I feel like that's the name of the show. It really is. Monty and Jake on the Pac-12 turns show. Um, Pretty significant update today, and that is that the Big 12 continues to kick the crap out of the Pac-12 in business. You know, we told you, and Brett Yormark told you, really, not even us, but Brett Yormark told you that he was going to monetize basketball. And today, I believe that has begun The Big 12 has formed a partnership with the legendary Rucker Park in New York City, um, and they are going to be doing basketball clinics at Rucker Park, and this just feels like a natural fit. It feels like a home run, and it just is another indication that Brett Yormark is outmaneuvering the Pac-12, because let's not get this twisted. This is not in the Big 12's footprint. This is New York City, right? This is not... You know, even 
Oklahoma, Kansas. This isn't in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. This isn't out in, in Florida. This isn't down in Texas or out in the mountains. No, friends. It's New York City where the Big 12 really doesn't have a significant polar footprint. You've got West Virginia, but they're down there cleaning coal. This is Rucker Park in New York City. It's legendary. It's street ball. It's where really some of the, the biggest titans of basketball played their games as kids. It's Rucker Park. And now the Big 12 and Rucker Park have come to an agreement today, Jake. And I think it's an absolute stroke of genius. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, we all know that the better half uh, of the Big 12 is basketball. And we know that football is trying to catch up. But basketball in the Big 12 has obviously uh, been on point. And I think that, you know, this is the kind of -of out-of-box thinking that I've been advocating for in the Pac-12 for a long time. And I think now the Big 12 is showing you what uh, major, you know, organizations, corporations, teams can do if they would just step back and say, okay, wait, what would be... A really natural fit for us what would be a nice um out of the box creative fit for us and i think yeah the brilliance of this rucker park deal is that yeah it is a basketball mecca it is new york city like it just has natural synergy and and, and to me this is this is kind of what i'm talking about when when we talk about you know like being creative and getting out into the community i don't i don't need you know and with all due respect like food drives are awesome and those traditional like traditional community activism events are awesome and those need to continue and those need to keep growing but i think when you're trying to make more money and you're trying to do something that grows your brand more getting creative and getting outside of the box is really what you need to do and i really feel like this is precisely that because it is outside the big 12's footprint because it is stepping into a major city we're not talking about you know, some random city in Massachusetts, right? We're not talking about, you know, some little town in, in whatever state you want to point to. I mean, you're in, you're in, you know, the Mecca of the country, New York city. And I think that that really is just sort of a flex of the big 12. And I think Brett Yormar just understands, Hey, like if we can, if we can start expanding our brand, that doesn't even have to be through a media deal or TV or anything. If we can get, our biggest basketball names out in in the sunlight, out in front of people, out making relationships, that's more powerful than watching a game is ever going to be. There will be memories made there for kids that they will never forget. Mm-hmm. And I think that that type of thing is ultimately what, what brings you fans for life. And that's what I think Brett Yormark is really playing at here. He's saying, okay, let's be real aggressive. Let's be on the forefront. Let's use this momentum and let's go and meet new people because he understands, hey, yes, we're the best basketball conference in the land, but that doesn't mean that meeting new people is a bad thing or or getting out there is a bad thing. But I also think this is why the Big 12 is is so attractive to Gonzaga basketball. And I I, I know that... Brett Yormark has talked all about Gonzaga mm-hmm. uh, and, and you know, that he wants to bring Gonzaga into the conference. I like Gonzaga. And, uh, you do. Uh, you do, Commissioner. I totally understand Gonzaga. that. But I think if you're Gonzaga in this situation, I think this is one of the reasons why you look at the Big 12 and you see an attractive home for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you look at Gonzaga and they're trying to grow. They're trying to emerge. They're trying to reach out to and create new recruiting lanes. And if you're Gonzaga and you have your two best players and Mark Few coaching a clinic at the legendary Rucker Park, all of a sudden kids from Brooklyn, kids from Queens, all the boroughs in New York, 
who've never heard of Gonzaga, because I guarantee you Gonzaga. there's a whole lot of kids in the Northeast who have never heard of Gonzaga. Young kids, teenagers, streetball players who don't know who the Gonzaga Bulldogs are. And if they have heard of Gonzaga, they have no idea where Gonzaga no. is. They don't know. They don't know what Spokane, Washington Yeah, they don't is. know what that is. Right? So now you give Gonzaga a chance to have this reach. And again, you're monetizing your basketball side. You're monetizing... A, a a brand new revenue stream. You're charging up a brand new revenue stream that's cash in your hand. Like it, it is new new money, found money. Yes. And Brett Yormark is working to build that. This is what we always talked about with Larry Scott not doing. This is what we always talk about with George Klyavkak not doing, not being innovative, not working to open up new. You know, think about it, you know, back in the in the the founders times of our country like trade routes and that's what this is. Yeah. Rucker Park has found money for the Big 12 and it's absolutely brilliant. And you could sit here and you could say, "Oh, yeah, and us and I guys are just being Big 12 homers. You just hate the Pac-12." <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that Brett Yormark who talked about wanting to bring in culture to the Big 12 openly talked about the fact that you know he wants he wants to bring in rappers to the Big 12 tournament which he did mm -hmm. he wants to bring in the NBA culture into Big 12 basketball well why is that because he wants it to be happening and when you listen to Brett Yormark talk about creating value in basketball tell me that's he, in this clip Tell me he's not talking about things like Rucker Park. We'll explore opportunities to further monetize basketball when we go back into the market after this new TV deal. So I think everything we do from now till then is all about value creation and how can we position ourselves to monetize basketball in all the right ways. I'm convinced we can do that. Um, the strength of our conference obviously will dictate much of that. And as I said earlier, with Houston coming in, we get that much stronger. And who knows where expansion takes us and what that means for our, you know, our, our basketball program, both men's and women's. So. Facts. Gonzaga, Gonzaga is coming in. Yeah, dude. This is, this is a very good day. Another yes. good day. And this is a part, if you're a Pac-12 fan, this is the part that should be a real kick in the balls. It's another good day to be a Big 12 fan. Mm -hmm. It is another good day. It is another day with a win. It's another day with a press release. It's another day where you just continue to generate goodwill, good media, good momentum, yes. good press. New York City is talking about the Big 12 today. <laughs> they are. And you know that the tournament's in, in New York right now, right? I mean, you're the Big 12 it is the center of the basketball world. And everybody says, well, the SEC and Kansas is out and the Big 12 flop. That may be true. So let's see, you had a bad tournament, but you're in the Sweet 16 and you're making headlines at Rucker Park. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. While the Big 12 is playing at the Garden. Yeah. Like, you just can't it's make synergy. this stuff it's perfect. up. It's perfect. And then you get this story today. Um, and again, you're only going to hear about this on the Monty Show. Our sources at ESPN uh, are telling us that ESPN and the, the Pac-12 have nothing new. And they don't expect anything new. And that the Pac-12 and ESPN are capped. And ESPN is not willing to surpass $90 million a year for five years. Um. $90 million a year, and it is two games a week. 
It is one on TV on the ESPN family and networks, and it is one on the digital properties. And that means ESPN Plus, that means the app, that means the .com. Yeah. This is a big deal because we've worked really hard on this show to bring you this information and to be right and to be credible. And what this says is Pac-12's got to find $210 million (coughs) in the marketplace (coughs) to catch the Big 12's yearly money. And I just don't see how that happens. And I'm not trying to be, again, doom and gloom guy. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's not a coincidence um, you know, that our sources in the TV industry and at ESPN are giving us this information on the same day that the Big 12 and Rucker Park make a deal. Maybe that's not coincidence. But what I'm telling you is, if you're giving two games a week to the, to the ESPN platform and they're going to pay you $90 million a year for that, you're in real trouble now mm-hmm. because that's $9 million per school. Where's the other $21 million going to come from? I thought you said nine. Nine million dollars. That's that's what that works out to of the 10 remaining. Nine million dollars a year per school from ESPN. This is a code so kind of board. You've got to find $21 million per school per year in streaming money. And I just think this is going to be very difficult to do. I was also told today by my sources at ESPN that they're really just interested in football, that there is not a lot of inventory available to them during the basketball season for a couple of reasons. Here's where layoffs come in. Here's where budgets come in. They're not looking to add and staff up with their talent. Mm -hmm. They're going to multi-purpose their talent. They're going to have their TV talent doing radio. They're going to have their TV talent doing Sports Center and doing the NBA. They're going to have their TV talent working on multiple streams. And what that tells you is there's only so much talent to go around at ESPN. They're not going to continue to add and grow and develop new talent simply to cover a, a wealth of college basketball. Their desire is college football. And with the Pac-12, their desire is two games a week, $90 million a year for five years. That's the only number that ESPN is willing to talk about. And this goes with a lot of the other reporting that we've had where we've heard, hey, ESPN and the Pac-12 have not talked in a significant amount of time, four to six weeks, because there's nothing new and they don't expect anything new. Because ESPN and ABC understand we're in the driver's seat here because if we don't get the Pac-12, we're just fine. We're just fine. If we get the Pac-12, we really only want football. And we really only want two football games a week. That's it. And ESPN, by the way, is also willing to produce those games. They are not willing to be, you know, essentially leveraged as a broadcast producer. No, no, no. For Apple TV or for anybody else. Because remember... With Amazon, I believe it was NBC that was producing their Thursday night football package for them. So if it goes to Amazon, they're still going to have to find a production partner, and that may be the Pac-12 networks. But the bottom line here is you don't have a TV deal with the Pac-12 because they don't have the money to get it done. And we've heard all of this doom and gloom, and we've heard all about $22 million per school per year in TV That feels a lot more plausible now when you hear that ESPN is only willing to go $90 million per year and it's two games a week. 
That is, Jake, to me, if I'm a Pac-12 supporter, that's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 right on schedule. I think it's it is it's not, you know, that far out of left field, in my opinion, for what we've been telling you. And I and I think that, yeah, if I'm a Pac-12 supporter, yeah, I'm not thrilled to hear that. I'm not, I'm I'm not, you know, jumping up and down saying, yeah, we're gonna be okay. Cause I I can't definitively say you're gonna be okay. And, and again, I'm just going to keep bringing up the fact that all these ADs and presidents decided they wanted to talk last week and this week, right? Like they all wanted to talk the last probably seven, eight days. And now that this has come out through our sourcing, it makes a lot of sense. Think about it. You know, they're all on the same page. Hey, this is what ESPN's willing to give us. Now we got to go and figure out, hey, what, what is Amazon and Apple willing to provide? And do we like that? Are we willing to, again... Once again, are we willing to do a, uh, a stream-heavy deal to make up the $210 million gap to the Big 12? Man. Or are we too prideful, and are we just going to say, yeah, you know, uh, we want this or that because we want to be TV-heavy, even though it's not really an option for you? So that's why I say, like, yeah, if you're a Pac-12 fan, it's not great news, but but to me, this information falls right in line with, with what's been building here in this situation. Yeah, and I understand now why, like, we, we have... We have led the line. And again, I know that guys like Tanner Plummer, hey, you guys, you know, you're going to hurt yourself, pat yourself on the back. But I'm going to tell you again, we told you in the fall it was $25 million a year. Mm -hmm. We told you back around Christmas time when we got new numbers that said, hey, they're at $22 million a year now. Now we understand why. Because we've been looking for that explanation as to why did that number go down? Why did that number go down? Because ESPN's under $100 million a year. Yeah. And it is, it's going to be very difficult. I can see you getting, I, I can see you getting $13 million a year from a stream partner. Yes. I can absolutely see Amazon or Apple TV doing that. Well, and I think you can see a combination too, right? Like, like, it, it, like I would kind of be surprised if Amazon was just 100% out. Like, we've been telling you for a while. I would agree. Amazon wants one game a week that's very similar to the NFL package they have. And which we've is been hearing that for... Long time. Months now. Yeah. We, I, I, you know, our sources in television told us months ago, Amazon's look is not looking for like an entire slate of games. They're looking for a Friday night showcase game in the Pac-12 yeah. is what we were told. Um, and that makes a lot of sense. They would have NFL on Thursday. They would have Pac-12 on, on Friday. And then that Pac-12 package would then flip to... Hey, ESPN's going to have a game on Saturday night, and they're going to have a game on Saturday afternoon on the app, the .com, and ESPN+. Plus. But here's the problem. That's only three games. And you have 10 teams right now, before expansion, you have 10 teams. And then let's talk about expansion. If ESPN's at $90 million, are they going to up that for SMU and San Diego State? <coughs> I have a hard time believing that. <coughs> I have a hard time believing that. And this, this is the other issue that I look at with Apple TV or even with Amazon. Amazon doesn't view, from what I understand, Amazon doesn't view these rights fees like a TV company does. They're not necessarily interested in the television market of San Diego, Orange County, Los Angeles. They're interested in attracting more people to subscribe to Amazon Prime. Right. Is San Diego State going to do that? Is SMU going to do that? Is Boise State going to do that? Nah, somehow I don't think so. I don't think those are big draws that are going to say, 
you know, hey, let's up our cash influx. Mm -hmm. Hey, we're, you know, Tim Cook at Apple TV. Man, you guys got San Diego State Boy. Here's another $50 million. How about that? It doesn't work like that. Whereas, like, you look at BYU to the Big 12, we found out they're worth a million, two, one to one to three million dollars, depending on who you believe. One to three million dollars is what they, they were valued at. So are you telling me, let's, and let's go on the high end of that, that San Diego State brings $3 million into the fold for ESPN. Now you're at $93 million. Are we, that's $15 more million. Are we, really, are we really moving the needle at that point? You're at, yeah. you're, at, you're at $93 million. You're at $465 million over five years. You haven't really moved the needle at all. Yeah. Sure, that's $3 million that may you know, push you a little closer to $30 million. But this, this is why I continue to say I don't see an avenue, no matter who takes it, unless Apple TV takes every single ounce of basketball and football programming from the Pac-12, and they, they come, but you can't tell me that's $300 million a year. Yeah. Is Apple going to pay the Pac-12 $300 million a year? No. I mean, I would be surprised. Without, without expansion. Yeah. Yeah. 300, I, I don't see that and happening. And they're kind of in the same spot as Amazon in the sense that, it's like, hey, we're not really necessarily interested in San Diego or L.A. or Chicago or New York. We're not yeah. interested in markets. We need we need people to subscribe. We need people to download, you know, the Apple TV app. We need, you know what I mean? Like, so so to me, I, I just think that if you're, again, it's kind of the situation that I've been explaining. Like, if you're George Klyavkov, you're, you're in a tremendously difficult spot because not only is it a philosophical problem, it's a monetary problem. And and I think that there's just no getting around that. Like, like it, like try to put yourself in this guy's shoes. And, and, and again, I'm not saying that this guy's a good commissioner because he's not. I'm not saying he's done a good job because he hasn't. But the reality of the situation is the position he is is essentially unfixable because you're, you, you have a group of presidents that philosophically isn't aligned. Your money is way under what it should be. That's exactly right. So that's so, right. So what exactly are you going to do? Because if the money was good, right? Like if the money was chill and we were good there, but all you had to do was philosophically fix it, you'd be fine or yes. vice versa, right? Yes, yes, if you yes. were philosophically aligned and you just kind of had to work the money out, okay, great. We probably have a deal already. But that I'm telling you, on top of everything we've just discussed, that's why a deal's not done. And that's why I maintain a deal will not get done for a minute because I, I don't know how you get Washington to sign on to a deal that's, you know, what, 60% streaming at this point because we know what the ESPN money is. Like, if, if the ESPN money is $9 million a year per school, that basically means that the percentage of money you need to get from a streamer is, is what, 60%? Yeah. At least? Like, Kose at Washington's not signing on to that deal. I, 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 would, I would think Phil Knight wouldn't be cool with that kind of deal. But I, I think you have, yeah, I think it's an issue. But the other thing I was told today about this Rucker Park deal um, is that you have a situation where this is also going to allow the Big 12 to create third-tier programming for basketball. So when they go to Rucker Park, they're going to create a docu-series on it. They're going to create social content on it. They're going to create YouTube comment on it, content on it. They're going to create website content on it. Yeah. So you're, you're handing these guys. And by the way, one of the other things that I think will be interesting to see, how much NIL money is involved in this? Mm -hmm. Because are you going to pay those players? And, and what is the financial partnership? Because I think that's a big part of this. You look at this money that we're talking about at ESPN. 
Like, this is a real problem. And then then you start looking at these deals like like Rucker Park, Big 12 and Rucker Park today announces partnership. I got to think if you're a Gonzaga Bulldog in two years and you're in the conference, you're thrilled to be doing these these Gonzaga. I think to to have your name associated with that with Rucker Park Gonzaga is a big deal and and I mean you have NBA stars that go play in the summer at Rucker Park Kobe, because it, Kevin Durant because Kyrie. it's that big of a deal man so I think it's a big deal what do you guys think there's a lot going on with the Pac-12 and the Big 12 today I, I, unbelievably it seems like every day we get new news on this and yeah. it, it's it's remarkable and I don't mean like on the TV deal I mean like hey the Big 12 is at Rucker Park right that that's an incredible I just I can't believe that deal yeah I can't believe that deal and the the only thing that I can think of that explains the prowess and the power upright your mark is that he's he's bucked up that's nice. all I can think is to Brett you he, he's got he's, some gin and juice and stuff and no, we're not chugging him again today. Don't no. try me. No, I'm not. Don't I am going me. to today. My guy barely survived last night. Well, the problem is, well, that's true. The problem is, is that that was Miami and I love Miami. Yeah. I have a passionate love affair. Even though the edges of the can are a little sharp, I have a passionate love affair with bucked up Miami. It is my flavor, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, I'll move on. But Jim and, Jim and you know, Jim and Juice. Yeah. I'm on Blue Raz today. Mm, I'm telling you. The gi- have you ever tried Jim and Juice? I don't think so. You should give that a whirl, man. That's good. Jim and Juice is good, too. I'm a Miami guy, but here's the deal. Don't take my word for it. What did I get today? I ordered my... I put in my order. That is excellent. It is. It's really good. I put in my order a bucked up today, um, and I, I will I will show you guys what I did because, man, I'm telling you, it's freaking phenomenal. Um, how well at five in the morning when you're trying to get your lazy ass out of bed, it's pretty <laughs> phenomenal um, how well your your body does when you get some racked BCAs. Yeah. Right? Like, and I don't know if yeah. you guys can see that, but I got racked BCAs. I got some LFG pre-workout and I got another uh, bucked up hydro jug. They have these beautiful 64-ounce hydro jugs. Make sure you go to buckedup.com. Use the promo code MONTY to get 20% off your purchase do it, do at it. buckedup.com. Or don't take my word for it. I tell you every day about BCAs. They have great BCAs that have carnitine in it, so it's stripping the fat out of your system. Carnitine processes fat in your body so that you lose inches, you lose weight. You got to get it, but get samples of it for free yeah get those free samples in the description below there's a link that says bucked up free samples get the free samples get the best shaker cup in the business from buckedup.com pick any color you want pick any three free samples you want they'll ship them right to your front door yeah that's how bucked up rolls by the way our guy ryan gardner at bucked up let's go bro let's go let me pull it out for for ryan gardner let's go the Utah CEO of the year, yes, Ryan Gardner at yeah, Bucked dude. Up. Yep. How about that? We tell you every day that we work with all of these great partners and that Bucked Up Energy is a great local company here in Utah. Ryan Gardner named the, uh, the CEO at Bucked Up, named the Utah CEO of the year. Thanks. Congratulations, yeah, dude. Bucked Up. Congratulations, Ryan yes. Gardner. Congratulations to your, your entire team at Bucked Up. Because he's got this great group of guys and gals that he works with. The people at Bucked Up work really hard. 
for Ryan Gardner to win the CEO of the year. Get out of here. That's yeah, phenomenal, yeah, dude. Bro. Phenomenal. I'm for real. Hook it up. Get the free samples. Help the show grow. Congratulations to Ryan at Bucked Up. I'm for All real. Right. Enough of us. More of you. Uh, let's go. Court McMullen says 35 days to the NFL draft. By the way, anybody see Bryce Young at... Anybody see Bryce Young at Alabama today? Hell yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. That's my guy. And you Dude's know the one legit. thing? The one thing I'll say about Bryce Young, and I know everybody says, oh, he's too small. He's a dainty little flower. Nobody said one word about his size. And in fact, what the scouts and what the pundits there were saying, size was never the issue. What do you he, bitch? He throws and he plays taller than he is. Their main concern is he weighed 204 pounds at the combine. And he refused to get on the scale today. Bryce Young did not want to weigh today, which tells you he's probably under 200 pounds. Do you even live? And that, I think, is going to be the biggest concern about Bryce Young because in the NFL, you have to be a lot more durable. Yeah. But, man, I, I loved what I saw from Bryce Young today. In fact, if, if you missed it, I'll play you a little tape of Bryce Young. Throw. And I just love the arm action. You see the throws outside. Now, by the way, he's not, he doesn't have the wide receivers that, you know, like C.J. Stroud had. But look at these throws. He's putting it on him. That's on his chest, on his hands. And look at this deep throw. The deep throw to end this tape. Look at where he puts this. And he, yeah, and now, see what you did here, Court. Yeah. See what you did here, Court. Now your awesome comment that has led me to being derailed. Um, if you look at if you look at this throw, I'll play the tape again. But if you look at this last... Look at this last deep throw out of Bryce Young. He's got amateur receivers he's throwing to. A lot of drop balls today, but that's on the numbers. Now look at this deep throw and look where he puts it to a guy that's not running as hard as he can run. Look at that. If that is an NFL caliber wide receiver, if that was Jackson Smith and Jigba, that's that's on the dot. He looked really good today. He threw the ball really well today. He he had a nice high release, big, strong guy. I think Bryce Young is absolutely going to be a stud. Yeah. I don't think, though, there's any doubt. Uh, before we get to your comments on the Big 12 and the Pac-12, did you guys see this uh, thing at um, C.J. Stroud's pro day yesterday that uh, Josh McCown, the new quarterback coach at Carolina, um, said to C.J., hey, you spun it well, bro. That was great. That's awesome. And then they proceeded to make a bet on a game of horse. He's going to Carolina. Uh-huh. It's over. And again, the owner was at um, was at CJ Stroud's pro day. They're going to travel. They were at, they were at Bryce Young's pro day. David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, they're going to be at all of them. Mm-hmm. They're taking CJ Stroud. Yeah. And, and you know what? Frankly, as they should, if that's their guy and they've identified him, I have no problem with that. Yeah. Absolutely no problem with that whatsoever. Uh, Dale Donuts, a member of the program, Pac-12 After Dark with Rachel Maddow. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Cougar Track says, these commercials are getting longer, but I am bucked up. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Yeah, did we play a commercial for bucked up? No. Cougar Tracks, we appreciate you. Brian Hornbeck says, I wonder if bucked up can make a Pac-12 flavor. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, I don't think so, bro. What would a Pac-12 flavor of Bucked Up taste like? What what because would that garbage. What would that even what would that even look like? Not good because the Pac-12 not good, man. You know, I have no idea. Uh, let's see. Drew Money says Gonzaga and St. John's to the Big Twelve. 
I am not a Saint. I'm not a Johnny because you, you, they hired Rick Patino. Gonzaga. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not over 15 that. 15 seconds of greatness, dude. I'm, yeah, and which refers to Rick Patino's testimony that he had an affair and the sexual encounter lasted 15 seconds. I'm so bricked up right now. 15 seconds. Okay. That's fine. Rick Olson, not a member, says go Ducks. Christopher Shannon says CJ Stroud for me. I totally agree. Mark Hale says size isn't an issue. That is what Mrs. Monty said. I'm so bricked up right now. See what he did there? Like, yeah, uh, he's helping you yeah. out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Did he call me fat or is that a small penis joke? I mean, I look, listen, man, just because I got big hands and a size 15 shoe, it doesn't mean anything. Trust me. You know, itty bitty. Can stuff. you measure it? That's what I'm saying. Renee Roca says, who will Mahomes beat in next year's Super Bowl? Don't know. <laughs> Don't know. Uh, Randall Moore, you do know that your continuous use of bucked up not playing well on my YouTube. What does that mean? What is it? Yeah, what does that mean? I have no idea what that means. Uh, Provo Cougar fan says, puked up the new Pac-12 bucked up flavor. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Mike Maple says, uh, bought a starting lineup of Bucked Up today and grabbed the Miami pre-workout. LFG, Yo, let's go. Pictures, dude. Let's go. Yeah, pictures or yeah, it didn't dude. happen, Mapes. I'm telling you. Um, I love Bucked Up pre-workout. The thing that I like so much about the pre-workout is, is that they don't, it, it doesn't crush you. Like, you know how you, there's a lot of pre-workouts to get you way up yeah, and way down? Yeah, you just fall on your face. Yeah. Uh, Christopher uh, says, Monty is a size guy. I don't know what you mean. Can you measure it? You, you can't. Yeah. Alan White looks better than Cam Newton. Yeah, seriously. How about Cam Newton throwing at Auburn's Pro Day? Cam Newton. That's that's weird, dude. That that whole thing is is weird to me. Maury Alvarez, our great Floridian. Brett is taking names, and Utah just removed themselves from his list. I don't know. I uh, Listen, I think, again, I will just say that I've never been a believer in the four-corner schools. Like That's just not me. But what I do believe in is that the Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah for the Big 12, and I mean, sure, I'll give you a nod on Colorado right? because Prime is there and there's a lot of buzz, but those are the four most logical from a value standpoint. Yes. I don't, you know, like proximity for Arizona and Arizona State. Okay. I mean, I guess that is saying the four corners, whatever you want to say. But if, if the Big 12 doesn't get Utah, that's a loss for the Big 12. Mm -hmm. That's a loss for the Big 12. And I know that there are a lot of anti-Utah fans right now because of the arrogance in the Twitter machine. But yeah. if the Big 12 doesn't get Utah, it's a loss. Totally. It's a loss. There's, there's, just, no way, there's just no way to... There's no way to spin that. Uh, Jackson Graham, not a member, says, what's up, y'all? Jax, good to see you. Sorry, does his last comment right there above that say he just pooped in? No, popped in. Oh, okay. What is wrong with you? I'm just making sure, dude. I just, a lot you of know, fiber we, in the diet yeah, these Yeah, I mean, days. we've had a lot of sluice in here the last couple you of days. Know. You know what I'm saying? Jerry Davis, a member, says, did I hear right? ESPN is only offering $9 million per team for the Pac-12. Yeah. And it, and it, it actually, for the first time, explains the $22 million a year. Mm -hmm. it, it, for the first time, it explains why the Big 12 got 30, 31.7. And the Pac-12 is struggling to get to 25. Um, because if you think about it, 22 minus 9 is 13. Right. I, I can see a streamer paying $13 million a year. Yeah. 
I absolutely can. It's not a huge chunk so of change. So getting a 22, I think, is not that much. Now, if we're talking about you know adding $8 million and you're, you're having to pay $21 million a year, now I don't think that's so feasible. Now you're talking about, hey, we're going to pay you $21 million a year on a five-year deal. You, there's a streamer out there that's going to commit $100 million minimum. And they're going to have to pay for production. Yeah, I struggle with that. I don't see. How, how do you make your money on that? You better sell in, it. In a 10-team conference that doesn't have a significant draw. How do you how do you make your money on that? How do you make your money on the MLS? I don't know. I do not know. But you see my point. Like I do see your like point. Like with Apple, you know, you made the like in my opinion, maybe it's maybe some people say hey, it's too early to say the MLS was a mistake, but so far it's been a mistake. Well, but there's also these stories with Apple TV, and if you don't know what we're talking about, um, Apple TV is the exclusive broadcast partner of MLS soccer, of the MLS, period. And there is an opt-out clause, allegedly, allegedly, in the deal. If there's not enough subscriber growth or not enough revenue growth, MLS or Apple can opt out of that. They the ink say, isn't dry yet. Now, I don't know if that's true. Garber, the commissioner of, the, of, of MLS, said straight away, hey, we're not focused on that. Of course he's going to say that. It would not surprise me if there's an opt-out. But... Again, I just ask you, if you're the Pac-12, what value can you give to Apple Plus, Apple, Apple TV, yeah. to Apple to say, hey, yeah, we're going to need you to pay us uh, like $22 million a year. We're going to need $110 million for five years. I want it. What's the value in that? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, if you're... If you're the pack, you don't have any choice but to ask for it. But if you're anybody else, like if you're on the other side of the table, the other side of the phone, I don't know why you would pay it. I mean, I, I, I don't I, know. I, I don't understand what the what the draw truly is because, again, I, and I think again, once again, this is something that I don't think is getting talked about a lot. Like if you're if you're a potential buyer in like if you're a, an Apple TV, an Amazon, hell, even YouTube TV, even though they're not really in the middle of this thing, but we'll throw them in anyway. If you're any of these companies. Why would you do a media deal with the Pac-12 right now? Why would you not just wait and see what happens? And then, hey, if, you know, if the conference burns to the ground, okay, now we can look at the NBA deal. Now we can look at other stuff. But why would you take the risk? Because that's the thing. It's still a massive risk. Even for ESPN. At $9 million a year per school, that's still a big risk in my opinion. I mean, obviously, it's not a huge amount of money, but you're still risking the conference burning to the ground before you're, you, you're getting your money out of that deal, right? Like, there's potential that this conference won't be here in two years. So the idea that you would do $9 mil per year per, per school, right, over the course of five years is crazy, dude. Like, it is. Like, that's the thing, and that's what I think no one thinks about is, like, Okay, what is the risk reward play? Because you make a good point. Like, okay, you just you just inked a deal. Now you got to go and get your 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 revenue out of it. Now you got to go out to market and say, hey, we're the home of the Pac-12. Advertise on ESPN. Good luck doing that because nobody values it. 
That's the problem. Well, I, I think again, without USC and UCLA, it's a it's a real kick in the in the balls. And yeah. the difference is is you were able to go out and get get legit. You're, you're you're able to go out and get the number one basketball team in the country in Houston. They're joining your conference next year. Yeah. You get BYU. That's a a, a P five million viewer powerhouse. They're joining your conference. Cincinnati off of a playoff berth. They're joining your conference. Yes. UCF off of undefeated seasons. Joining your conference. Yeah. Like, you have all these teams joining the conference. That's not SMU. That's not San Diego State. With all due respect to San Diego State, that's not what that is. By and, the way, I, I think another interesting point too is like, if you're not getting BYU's million views every time they play, or you're not getting consistent, like really solid, no doubt about it, viewership on your product, how are you going to sell that either? Because it, it works two ways. You're you're either selling. Hey, we're SC, and because we're SC, you're gonna buy into that, right? Yes. You're, you're either buying brand or you're buying views. So if you don't have brand or views, what are you doing? Like that's that's what I mean. What do you what do you do? There's nowhere yeah. to go. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. By the way, uh, super stoked next Tuesday uh, at four o'clock. Uh, looking forward to Mountain West Commissioner Gloria Neverez, who Neverez, who's gonna join the show. Uh, to talk about the business of being the Mountain West and where they're positioned and what all of this means. Like, it's a, uh, it's a big deal, in my opinion, that, that Commissioner is going to join the show. We'll talk about the Mountain West. We'll talk about San Diego State. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about the business of, of being in college sports right now because I, I do think that's a big one. Yeah. I really do think that's a big one. But, you know, the, the thing that, that I'm curious about is Amazon versus Apple TV. And you as a millennial, I wonder your thoughts on which one of those is more attractive. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that Amazon is obviously a more complete uh, a more complete product. I think the, the trouble is is that, you know, this MLS deal just hasn't gone great for Apple. And, and I'm a guy that's got an iPhone, right? iPhone comes preloaded with the Apple TV app, yet the Apple TV app isn't on my phone. And what's funny is two years ago, I think I've had this phone for like two and a half years now. And two years ago when I got the phone, I always, part of my routine when I get a new phone is I always clear out all the apps that, you know, I just know that I'm never going to use. And Apple TV was one of those apps because I'm not an Apple TV guy. And I think the struggle is, is that there hasn't been a product on Apple TV that's caught my attention. I've heard people talking about, was it Ted Lasso or like some of these shows that they produce or whatever, but nothing's been like, yes, I have to jump. I have to get to Apple TV. And the MLS doesn't do that for me. So when you start looking at Apple TV versus Amazon, just from a pure entertainment standpoint, like if we put the pack aside, just pure entertainment standpoint, Amazon has it all day. I mean, I can get everything from, from you know, Nat Geo uh, content to, to, to behind-the-scenes stuff on Deion Sanders, to to other educational materials like there's all kinds of stuff obviously that you can get on amazon and you can't say that about apple tv right now so to me it, it, it's like it's really not even that close but again for the pack the the struggle is, is that amazon is too savvy of a business to allow the pack to go all in with them meaning that amazon only wants that one game a week in an nfl model they want nfl on thursday they want pack on friday and everything else remains the same after that. So that's why I say, for me as a millennial, I'm an Amazon guy. But Apple hasn't exactly, in my opinion, done a great job 
of of bringing new people in because you hear all the time you know it's it's t-mobile it's verizon like they've got all these phone company deals they've got all these things where they have a go between to the consumer oh you shop here well if you shop here you know you can get on apple tv for a discount or whatever but that still doesn't help you with subscribership to say the mls or if they were to do a pac-12 deal a pac-12 football game it doesn't help you in those categories so that's why i say i don't think that Apple TV is necessarily ready to make this huge investment in a football product. I think they want to find a way to sort of connive their way into Pac-12, but not be full full share. Like, I, I just don't think they're ready for that yet. Whereas Amazon, I know has the money, but we know that they don't value it to that level, which I think is just this key, you know, philosophical difference between the two. I don't even think it's close. Yeah. I think it's Amazon. Yeah. I mean, if we're just talking business partners, mm -hmm. I think it's Amazon. I do. I feel like that's the, and I don't know what you guys think in the comments. I'd love to see it. You know, like I, I it just, <laughs> we go over this all the time. Mm -hmm. And it, I, 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 the struggle for me is in, I don't know what, six, eight months, nothing has changed. We're having the same conversation over and over and over again. Nothing's changed. And it's still Amazon, and I think it's always going to be Amazon, in my opinion. Craig Kish, Kirsch, K-I-R-S-C-H, Kirsch, I hope. When the pack folds, pack's not folding, Amazon can take the Big 12 on Friday night and push a deal to around 37 million per school. They're not folding. I know that a lot of Big 12 fans want to root for, is root for too heavy? I don't know are hoping the big the the, the Pac-12 folds, it's not going to happen. It, and, and in my opinion, you're at least five years from that happening. Well, I don't see any way that they don't survive. Yeah, I don't think there's any way they survive in their current format. I think survival mm. could be could be eight teams, you know, could be G5 level stuff, you know, but I, I just, I again, and I know we've been talking about it for 45 minutes now, but I just, I don't see... I would feel differently if there was an obvious, hey, you got to do this and you survive. You Like, you got to do this thing. But they don't even have a thing. They don't even have, like, a goal. You're basically just out here in the middle of the ocean yeah. hoping for the best. And, 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 I, and that's I, look, what I could me. see them getting knocked down. I could see them not being a, a P5 conference or however that yeah. whole thing would happen. I could see their, I could see their membership having trouble staying credible. I, I don't think there is, I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah. But I think it is, it is very difficult for me to believe. And again, this is just my opinion. Um, I think it is very difficult for me to believe that you're in a position where you're just going to disappear. It's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. There's not, there's nothing now that indicates that you would just simply vanish. Like you, Okay. You're making $20 million a year. You're going to lose schools. If it's $22 million a year, you're going to lose both Arizona schools. Are you going to lose Utah? I don't know. Probably not. Are you going to lose Colorado? I don't know. Probably not. But you're going to lose what you can't afford to lose, and that's a single school. Because I think you're going to lose the Arizona schools. I think you will lose, if I had to guess, I think you will lose Colorado. 
I do. I think you will lose Colorado, mm-hmm. but you're not going to. You're 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 not gonna. You're not gonna just disappear. I yeah. I just don't see that. And again, that's just it's just my opinion, Craig. I just I don't see that. Yeah. You know, like I and it it is it's really interesting to me that that people. I don't know. I almost feel like people are rooting, are rooting for the Pac-12, Pac-12's demise. And I just, I, I think you're a little misguided there. Pac-12 blows, <laughs> gives us $5 to say Pac-12 on CNN. They need each other. I'm sure Don Lemon will provide some great commentary. I, I, listen, man, like I, you're putting all that effort into hating the Pac-12. Yeah. Like find something to do. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I I don't know why I don't understand that level of hate. I yeah. don't get that because it's not funny. Mm-hmm. It it it's not funny. It's not even humorous. Well, I think like, I think people hate doing? because they don't have another. You know, again, I'm not trying to hate on anyone else, but I I think that you know that particular person commenting that that tells me that you're just not well educated on it. You're not you don't you don't understand, and so you're just simply making a comment that's kind of asinine, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, Bob Holsey, who's a member, says Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and San Diego State. I'm happy with that. The first domino to fall, I think, is going to be Gonzaga. I think that's going to be the first major expansion domino that's going to go. Right. And I think that will make it easier for a lot of other people to go. But that's, again, that's just my opinion. Um, I, I, I have been told that the, the Big 12 has offered Gonzaga membership. And Gonzaga, I think, is just putting their ducks in a, in a, in a Gonzaga. row. I think that's where we, at, we, where we are with them. Yeah. None of that has changed. Casey Finlinson says, with the playoff expansion, is there really any reason why the Pac-10 would even worry about being considered a P5 conference? The expansion, in my opinion, changes a lot uh, when it comes to P5 status. I guess that's Pac-10. You know, like this year? No, it doesn't matter. This coming season, it doesn't matter. But when you expand... I mean, are you going to put, are there 12 teams that are, you know, it's, so how many teams in the Pac-12 are legitimate playoff contenders a year from now? Arizona or Arizona State? No. There's one. Stanford and Cal? No. Are you Oregon State or Washington State? No. It's really Utah and I think Oregon. I think those two. There's only one reason that you can put Utah in that mix, and that's Kyle Whittingham. That's it. That's it. They have, they have, they have, all the boys are going to be done after this coming season, and they're fortunate they all came back. But, but you know, Utah and Kyle Whittingham has earned the right to get that kind of respect. I mean, Witt's done a phenomenal job at Utah. So I would say, you know, Right now, without being super studied or super nerded out on on what they have coming in next year, um, I would say fringe playoff team for Utah. Uh, I think that Oregon is really the only bona fide hundred percent, you know, gonna compete for a spot there. I think I think we have to see what Utah's got after these guys. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. I just think it's very interesting to me. Again. I I think I look at this stuff very differently. Uh-huh. I think the grant of rights stuff, I think the, you know, all of this nonsense that we always talk about seemingly on a daily basis, I think all this is going away. I think grant of rights are going away. I think P5, G5, I think is going away. Right. I, it, it's a matter of 
If you're in the the club, okay, great. I think the Pac-12, the biggest problem that nobody talks about with the Pac-12 is they've ostracized themselves. Mm-hmm. They have ostracized themselves. And I think it makes it very difficult for anybody to want to do business with them. Well, yeah, they don't trust you. That's the problem. They don't, they don't trust George. They don't trust the the plain and the, simple the the board. They don't trust anything. And and that's again another thing we've talked about. And that's why I say like again like I I know that you don't think that the package just disappear. And I tend to agree with that. I don't think they're just going to dissolve into thin air. But but I do think that you know it's better than fifty percent that this conference looks very different in two years. Just just because the money is so low, dude. Like I don't know why. If you're a premier brand like Oregon and and really Washington, uh, and I guess Colorado with Prime, depending on how he does in his first year, uh, why would you why would you take that or accept that? That's what I would wonder. Yeah, that's a big deal. A little breaking news to kick off football fifty today, ten to the hour. Every hour we're bringing the biggest stories in football. Um, real quick and dipping our toe into the NFL. Look at this memo. You want to see some stuff here brought to you by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase at $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. This is about Lamar Jackson. The NFLPA has informed the NFL that a person by the name of Ken Francis, who is not an NFL certified agent, may be contacting clubs and attempting them to persuade the club personnel to enter into negotiations concerning Lamar Jackson. And we talked about this last week. Lamar Jackson does not have an agent. And Lamar Jackson's having Uncle Jimmy call around, or in this case, Uncle Ken, call around to NFL teams to try and get himself a pay raise. This is so unbelievably unprofessional. And I'm just going to restate my points on Lamar Jackson. Never mind that you're not a pocket passer. Never mind you're not healthy. Never mind that most people believe you faked an injury at the end of last year to save yourself in this contract story. Now you're having people who are not professionals. They're not certified. They're not lawyers. They're not. They're, they're nothing with the NFL. They're not agents. You're having them call NFL teams and say, hey, come on, make, make an offer for Lamar. He's a nice guy. Why would any of these NFL teams sign Lamar Jackson or sign him to an offer sheet right now? I don't get it. Why would you sign him? Why would you take a phone call? Uh, I'm sorry. You have you have your Uncle Ken calling us? No, we're not interested. This is incredible. And, and what really bothers me about Lamar is, is that, yeah, you are unprofessional on multiple levels. And, yeah, he is damn talented. Don't get me wrong. He is incredible. Like, like, if I'm just going on most entertaining to watch, Lamar Jackson's up there with the best of them. Yes. But if I'm talking about winning a Super Bowl, he is far from the best quarterback in the league. And and, and I don't understand this mantra of trying to chase the Deshaun Watson contract because everybody and their sister and their mom and their Uncle Ken knows that contract was a fluke. That contract was a personal favor so that he could be a Brown. And 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 I and if I was honestly, if I was a quarterback in Lamar Jackson's situation, I'm not trying to get paid the most money at this stage in the process. I'm trying to get paid just straight up. I'm trying to get a, I'm trying to get ink to paper and get back on a roster. You can't. I mean, it's just incredible. And I know it is. I know he's on the tag and in 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 he's free to negotiate with everybody and and everyone say, oh, he's gonna get signed. But I will not be surprised if teams grow very frustrated with this type of 
lack of professionalism. It's completely dude. unprofessional. Yeah. There's no way that this ends well. If you read down there to the third paragraph, clubs are reminded that under Article 48 of the NFL Collective Bargaining Agreement, an offer sheet which may result in an NFL player contract may only be negotiated with the player if he is acting on his own behalf or with the player's NFLPA certified agent. To be clear, Mr. Jackson is not currently represented by an NFLPA certified agent. Oh, my God. So this is what I mean. This is ugly. But but if we take a second and just think about this, put ourselves in Lamar Jackson's shoes. So you know if you're Lamar. Lamar is intimately familiar with the fact that teams can't negotiate with Uncle Ken. They're not even supposed to talk to Uncle I don't think he Ken. knows that. Well, I don't think he, he knows that. If he doesn't know that, that's just a gross... Because, but, like, but how would he know that? He doesn't have an agent. There's nobody to tell him, hey, we can't negotiate. You, you can't do that, son. You cannot do that. He needs to sign with an agent. And it, it, it's remarkable that you would put... This is embarrassing. Yeah. It's unprofessional. It's embarrassing. And it's damaging Lamar Jackson, who's already damaged by his own behavior. I, this guy is now radioactive. I would I would not touch him. And by the way, every day that goes by, the Ravens look a little smarter. Yeah. So. Bonehead says Uncle Ken's a good talker, apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, Court McMullen says, I think it's pretty clear Lamar had no idea that was the rule of the CBA. Okay, I would agree out. with hear that 100%. Out. Hear me out. I'm not saying you guys are wrong. Probably doesn't know the rule. But hear me out. You're an, you're an NFL quarterback. You're in you're in this all all day every day, right? This is your profession. So so you're telling me that no other quarterback in the league, no other agent, no nobody on planet Earth has told him, "Hey, just so you know, just as a friend, they can't talk to your your guy. I, I just want you to know that because I care about you. You're it's, telling me no one's told him that? I, I would apparently not because if you like, knew that, why would you be having Uncle Ken call think, around I, the because, NFL? Because I think Lamar wants this done his way, and he's willing to be stubborn as hell about it, and he wants, he wants them to acquiesce, and the league is not going to do that. You know what the league's not going to do? They're not going to pay a guy that's not a winner. Yeah. And you are screaming unprofessional, embarrassing, not a winner. You're going back to Baltimore. You're gonna eat crow, and then next year they're gonna they're gonna tag you again. It, it, it's remarkable to me that you haven't tried the marinara meatball at Papa Murphy's Pizza, and that you haven't used the promo code Monty25. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Actually, I do the meatballs and marinara. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. And maybe we should all get Papa Murphy's Pizza to celebrate Matthew Brenning. Let's go. Let's go. A new member, Matthew Brenning. We continue our streak of getting new members added in the first hour of the program. We Let's beat it go. by one minute. Let's go. Let's go. Good job, dude. Yeah, if you guys want to become members of the program, it's as little as $1.99. That gets you shouted out in the comments. It means your comments always get read before non-members. 
For $9.99, you get into our exclusive Instagram group for members only, which is a great community. By the way, you would have known about this Pac-12 deal at at 2 o'clock, an hour before the show even started. Yeah. Because we put all of our information in there first. By the way, you would have had first access to WWE, um, you know, Road to WrestleMania tickets this Saturday. Get them at Ticketmaster.com. We're giving away a four-pack today. Has anybody DM'd you yet? Um, Let me check. Hang on one second. While you do that, Gage Carter gives us a $5 tip to say, got my tickets to see the Lady Utes take on LSU tomorrow. Hey, hey, Gage Carter, let's go. Good luck to the uh, Lady Utes in that game. Uh, NCAA tournament starts here in just a bit. Uh, We'll keep you up to date on that. Uh, Drethman. Dreth, you're on a very short leash yeah, today. Dude, don't mess it up, man. I got dozens of complaints about your content yesterday. So you get one chance. That's it. And no, you will not be gifted a membership. You want to join the membership? There's the link right above. But I, I'm just no nonsense today, Dreth. I'm not, I'm not here for it. No double accounts. No none of that. that the, so that's I do it. have one DM, but that DM doesn't want the WWE tickets. They just DM to say they like watching the show. Oh, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, and that was, uh, who, who was that? Bobby Rowland. Bobby, Thank good you. to see you. Jaron Eccles says, what the WWE four-pack for members? Jaron, you want to go to see WWE on Saturday night? Gates DM Jake, open, dude. SLC, no one's DM SLC Jake. Yeah. SLC Jake. Yeah, man. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, K-State. I think a lot of people are pulling for K-State. I think a lot of people are pulling for K-State. Yeah. So I don't know which way you go. Um, I think when you look at when you look at the games tonight. Dude, these are some good ass matchups. You look at the games tonight, and you know, even like Arkansas UConn, a four eight, a four Arkansas or a four UConn and eight Arkansas. Yes. I've been leaning Arkansas in that matchup. I probably shouldn't change. Uh, you get 745 UCLA and Gonzaga. Man, I think you got to take Gonzaga in that game. I think UCLA See, just is depleted. This is when I start getting excited about college basketball. These are good games. See, these are some we got some we got some hooping on tonight. We do. Only about an hour away now. Uh K-State and Michigan State tip off at 4:30. I'm all in on K-State there. Yeah. All in on K-State Send there. Then Tom Izzo packing, please. Please, to Izzo. Uh, FAU in uh, Rocket Top, Tennessee. Coming up at 7 o'clock. That's on TBS. Uh, CBS has the Yukon-Arkansas, uh, UCLA-Gonzaga. And then uh, Michigan State-K-State Gonzaga. is uh, TBS, as is FAU-Tennessee. So I think the, uh, the Xavier-Texas game, which I think is the, the remaining game of the tournament, I think right now that is the best game remaining. Yeah. Man, I think that game's going to be an absolute barn burner. I also really like Alabama-San Diego State because I don't think San Diego State's going away for anybody. I don't think they're laying down at all. At all. At all. I think San Diego State is going to be a handful. WWE tickets are spoken for now. Oh, really? Yep. Who got them? Jaron. Jaron Eccles. Jaron did his job. My guy, you got a four-pack. Boy, how about that? How about blowing through 50 WWE tickets in like a day and a half? Yeah, dude. People want it. And by the way, thanks for sharing your wrestling memories. That's always awesome. You're wrestling. Wrestling. We love talking about the old-time wrestlers on this show. I grew up loving wrestling. 
eating Papa Murphy's pizza. Yeah, dude. Use the promo code Monty25. The Monty Show is always presented by The Advocates. Theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business. If you've been in an accident, if you got hurt at work, man, I'm seeing all of these questions about workman's comp. You guys, you need an expert. The Advocates have the best workman's comp attorneys in the business. If you're at work and you got hurt or you get hurt, please call the advocates. It costs you nothing to have a conversation. You can chat with them on their website for free, 24-7, theadvocates.com. Uh, they never charge you up front. You don't pay the advocates until they win your case. So you can always count on free consultations. You can always count on, hey, I'm, let me just talk to an attorney online for free. Knock it down. Because I know a lot of people don't like getting on the phone. Hey, man, the advocates totally get that. The advocates absolutely get that. Yep. Advocates.com, chat with an attorney, live online. Whew, what a start to the show. Good hour. Good yes. hour. Good job by uh, you guys, too. Jaron Eccles says, bro, I'm all over it. You guys are amazing. Appreciate that. Make yeah, sure dude. you guys hit the like button. It really does help the channel grow. Uh, Bill G says, Greg R. would love to see that. Well, I don't know who Greg R. is. Uh, but, uh, you know. Kansas State versus Houston in the finals. Ooh. That'd be savage. That, that's not going to happen. See, but but right there when I see that, I'm happen. like, oh, yeah, all Big 12 matchup. Yeah. Even though it's not technically I an all think, Big 12 matchup. I think Houston's going to have their hands full. I don't know. Texas, I, I'm going to go Texas. I think Texas-Houston is, dude. I think I'm going to take San Diego State and Creighton. And then I don't know, man. I'm having a hard time picking Alabama over over San Diego State. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's Miller and the gun thing, and you know the gun thing. Maybe I'm being. Maybe I shouldn't, because Alabama's played pretty well. I mean, they rolled Maryland. Yeah, rolled Maryland. And, I mean, I, I mean, come on. A and MCC was nothing for them. Yeah. yeah, but San Diego State trounced Furman. San Diego State's Roll a physical Charleston. team that plays defense, dude. That's yeah, the problem. They haven't played anybody. Well, they haven't played anybody. Yeah, I know. They haven't played anybody. I know. They're not going to lay down. I'm telling you right now. That's going to be a huge game. I'm going to take San Diego State Creighton. I'm going to take Texas Houston. I think I, I, at that point, would wind up with Creighton and Texas. And, man, I think, I think Gonzaga and Arkansas. I think Tennessee and K-State. I think K-State and Arkansas, I think K-State's got a shot, dude. I think K-State's got a legit shot. Mm -hmm. Then again, this is why I don't bet on sports. Yeah. This is why I don't. Um, you know. Can't do it. Yeah. Uh, you can't. And I think that's a thing that um, you just have to, you're just going to have to, yeah, I think you're just going to have to go with it. I, yeah. All these dudes, I'm telling yeah, what, you. What are, we, what are we doing here? We're, we're blocking guys who create fake accounts. Oh, God, again? And it got flagged by YouTube. Damn. I'm telling you guys, we can keep playing the game, but I'm telling you, it just doesn't. Yeah, okay. Uh, Christopher Shannon says, Izzo is Michigan State's sixth player on the court. He really is. Mm -hmm. He really is. Izzo will have Michigan State ready tonight. He will. Michigan State's a tournament team. Yeah, they'll There's be no prepared. Doubt about they'll that. be prepared, prepared all no day. No doubt yeah. about that. Outside uh, the echo chamber, need Alabama to lose and Houston to win it all. There you go. Houston's good. Houston's capable. There's no doubt about that. Uh, T-Duck says, Tanner, UCLA greater than Gonzaga. I don't love UCLA, man. 
Gonzaga. I, I don't. I want them to be good. I Gonzaga. just don't love it. CJ Vance says, what's up, guys? Just want to say I really appreciate the afternoon time slot. This is great to listen to at work every day. I appreciate Let's you, go, CJ. CJ. Let's go, good buddy. To see you, dude. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, San Diego State is no joke. They're not. They will I'm fight. I'm telling you, dude. They're they a physical-ass team. I'm just worried they haven't been tested. And I know who Alabama is. I know who Alabama We all know Alabama's good. Yeah, they some gun carrying. Yeah. Tanner mm-hmm. says Gonzaga's winning it all. Gonzaga. Um, I, it'll be okay. Yeah, everybody's, kinda, everybody's kind of against me on Creighton, San Diego State. I think Creighton's going to end Princeton's run. Yeah, Creighton's go- going to. Uh, which is great. I mean, Princeton beating Arizona was sensational. Um, but I look at Creighton, NC State, and Baylor. That beating Baylor was no fluke, and Baylor was good. Baylor was good. That was a good Baylor team. And I feel like Creighton, Creighton's going to win that game. Creighton is going to win that game, in my opinion. Um, you know, and Donuts says, uh, say teeth are mandatory, Jake. No. No. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, Big Ten hasn't won a men's hoop natty in over two decades. I know. Bob Holsey says, if I had money on it, uh, Secretariat would pull up lame. Wow. Okay. Okay. You're saying you're cursed. Okay. Tanner says, I'm confident that the Zags are winning it all. You and a lot of other people. Gonzaga. Gonzaga. A lot of other people. Uh, Tanner says, why do you want a UCLA team to be good? Because it's better for college basketball when the Blue Bloods are are deep in the tournament. Yes. Yes, it is. And I think, you know, I mean, I – I don't know that I would maybe saying I want UCLA to be good. I want them to live up to expectations. Yeah, I just think the tournament's better when you've got a squad like UCLA that's good. Like, I, it just works. At some point, the, the, the issue is, is that UCLA's got a lot of injuries up front right now, so they're going to be playing depth. I just think Gonzaga lives on teams like that. Yeah. I mean, even when you're 100% Gonzaga's a real handful. Drew Timmy on his own, obviously. But yes. You look at the depth and you look at the tenacity that they play with. They're down 10, they're up 10. They play the same style of basketball. Yeah. And that's because Mark Few has them playing well. They are well coached. They play really strong non con games and big moments like the aircraft carrier game against Michigan State. Yep. Because they want to be battle tested because they know. But this year, li- listen, the St. Mary's was no pushover this year. Like, I mean, BYU and Gonzaga have had some interesting games. <laughs> You know, it, it, I, that's one of the main reasons I think Gonzaga Gonzaga is going to be in the Big Twelve is yeah. because they have they have a lot of good heat in that conference. It just works, dude. It, it does. works. It does. But I also think that St. Mary's mention I just gave UConn beat St. Mary's, and that was not a fluke. That was a sound swooping. So I don't. You know, we'll see. We'll see, man. I think it'll be interesting to see how all that plays. It'll be very interesting to see how all that plays. Maury Alvarez. I'm not sure who I want to win more than the Zags or K-State. Go Big 12. I don't know. There's not a team I want to win that's left in the tournament. I mean, do you want want, Tennessee or FAU? I don't want Alabama to win. I don't. I don't. I mean, probably UConn. I I mean, UConn would be one team I – eh, Creighton-Schmaden. What do you know about Creighton? You know, like – I'm not attached to Creighton in any way. It's probably San Diego State. I mean, San Diego State, they throw them tortillas. They have really good, passionate fans. It's a great town. It's one of my favorite cities on earth. I love San Diego. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably be rooting for San Diego State, but that's just, there's just no chance that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, I mean, the, the road that they have to go through, I think they, are, I think they can beat Alabama. 
I think they can beat Creighton. I don't see any way they beat Texas, Xavier, Houston, or Miami. Yeah. That that side, man, I, dude, the Midwest, whoever comes out of the Midwest is going to be ready to absolutely Natty. punch you in the face. I'm serious. Whoever comes out of the Midwest yeah. Yeah. Should, should absolutely have an advantage. Yeah. Because I think it's just very difficult in that in that side of the bracket. You know, uh, James Knight says a lot of trollers lately. Uh, yeah, there you, have know, been. you know what it is, James? That's that is a fact of life when you're growing a lot. When new people find your channel, a lot of the time they just come in here to hate and then we got to handle them. And it's just, you know, I agree. Um, the great Dane. How do I get on the Instagram chat? You have to DM Jake. SLC well, first Jake. of all, are you a nine ninety nine membership guy? You have to be in our higher tier of membership, nine ninety nine. Yeah, uh, and you have to DM Jake SLC Jake on Twitter and Instagram. DM him on Instagram; he yeah. can add you. Uh, Mike Maple says I can route, root for any Pac twelve team, uh, old or new. Go Zags! Okay. Brett Burnett says uh, get a full membership, ten dollars, and get Instagram. Pretty simple. See, Brent knows the deal. Uh, Nathan Sharp. So should you announce them to the Big Twelve the day after they win a Natty? That would be that would be dude, incredible. That would be gangster. Imagine Gonzaga sitting up on the on the on the stage and Brett Yormark rolls up and he's like he's like okay, so Timmy, we have um, some news. We have some news. Um, um, let me call up yeah, Drew Timmy um, from Gonzaga. Um, you know, um, um and uh, um, Drew Gonzaga. Timmy. I mean, the, the uh, no, that's his full name, Drew Timmy. He's got Gonzaga. two first names for a last name. Okay, his, his yeah, parents uh -huh. hated him. They're dicks. It's right, fine. Right. Anyway, Drew Timmy. Right. And here's his headband as well. Gonzaga. Uh, Drew Timmy, congratulations to you and all your uh, Gonzaga. I like Gonzaga. Uh, you know, Gonzaga was really good this year. Gonzaga. Uh, the Bull Deegs were uh, amazing. Gonzaga. Um, you know, I understand you guys had a great year, but I want to congratulate you because we'd like to invite you to the Big 12. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, how, you, Drew Timmy's holding the, holding the trophy. Uh, Mr. Com uh, Mr. Commissioner, I may be the biggest douche in college basketball with two first names. Uh, but I want you to know it's Gonzaga. You're I, a douche. I paid for this education. Never mind. Hold on. Um, I want to introduce Karen. Um, she was on the Monty show and ripped him a new butthole uh, because he was saying Gonzaga too. Um, Gonzaga. So I will let her go. <laughs> Do you guys remember Gonzaga. that? We have a lot of new listeners. We yeah. had a Gonzaga fan. So probably six months ago, mm -hmm. we were talking about Gonzaga. Gonzaga. And, and this lady. DMs you, correct? Right? Mm -hmm. She DMs you, and she's like, hey, man, hey, man, hey, I listen, went to Gonzaga, listen, and hey. I paid for um, an education, and it's Gonzaga. Are you just trying to troll and be an asshole? Because you kept saying Gonzaga. You're, you're, Gonzaga. Either, you're either stupid, or you're just trying to troll Gonzaga. and be a dick. But it's not appreciated. I paid for my education, and you'll respect that. Gonzaga. And when I explained to her that if you go to Google pronunciation, mm -hmm. and you put in the word Gonzaga, uh, Google pronounces it Gonzaga. So that's how we pronounce Gonzaga and Gonzaga. Flip you, lady. She was right, not dude. amused. Yeah, she was not amused. Anyway. Not even a little bit. Yeah, not even a little bit. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of Gonzaga haters. They're a good basketball team. Gonzaga. If you listen, man. If you hate Mark Few, there's something. You, there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. Matthew uh, Brenning says, make it stop. Make what stop? Uh, Please. CJ Vance says, go Zags. Sounds like gonads. Gonzaga. 
goes gonads. Gonzaga. Hey, Drew Timmy, gonads. Gonzaga. <laughs> did he just yell something about hey, my? Hey, did he? Was he talking about the nads or Zags? What's, what's he Gonzaga. talking about my bulls for? Bulls. I don't understand it. Uh, Bigfoot duck. Are you tall? You should duck. Uh, how about they announce it on the podium? That would be unreal. Uh, Keenan Hadnot says, go Cougs. Okay. Lance War. These topics are hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Dreth Man. UVU is going to win the NIT. Maybe. Uh, Gumby Extra Regular says, guys, 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 guys. Bigfoot hey, Duck guys. says, Mike Hawk, no pack teams left in the NIT. Well. There is that, you know. Tanner Plummer, guys, guys, hey, guys. Guys, 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 guys. guys. I want you to know, as the executive producer of the show who reports to the executive over the executive producer of the show, I'm calling (laughs) it now. (laughs) UVU, they're going to win the NIT, bro. Yeah, maybe someday they'll be the weapon um, that Utah Tech is. You know, it is what it is. Bill G says, Gonzaga. It's Gonzaga. Skins, I, I'm not going to entertain your hate. I won't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick Olson says, Coach Few is from uh, Cresswell, Oregon, just down the road from me. Oh, nice, Rick. Gonzaga. Tanner Plummer. Guys, guys, Jimmy Kimmel doesn't think Gonzaga University doesn't exist. Gonzaga. If that Karen lady knew that she would be creating a campaign to cancel Jimmy Kimmel, she would. It is what it is. She would. It, it is what it be. Uh Journeyman says, how big of a deal would it be for a current and future Big 12 team getting into the championship game playing against each other? Oh, oh it'd God. be epic, dude. It, it, that would be, again, it would be gangster. A Gonzaga-Houston would be awesome for the Big 12. Now, for the Pac-12, I don't know that it'd be that awesome. I don't know that it would be that awesome. No, probably not. I could be wrong. Yeah. I could absolutely be wrong. Uh, but you're never wrong uh, when you go to trydaytrading.com and sign up for their 10-day uh, uh, trial membership dues. We told you about this. Trydaytrading.com is back on the show. Uh, they have a $10 membership just for Monty Show viewers. All you have to do is go to trydaytrading.com, and there's a box that says sign up for the $10 membership. They take that $10 and they give it to charity. And at the end of that 30-day trial membership, if it's not for you, cool, I'm out. You get a charitable donation, which, by the way, is a tax Mm -hmm. write-off. Your education for your career is a tax write-off. So what do you really have to lose here? It's 10 bucks to change the rest of your life. And I know that I got a lot of questions last night about the market and day trading. I think what a lot of people don't understand, and this is why you need to go to trydaytrading.com, when the market is down or the market is up, day trading is absolutely the value play. You're going to make money. Every day in this country, there are day traders who went through the trydaytrading.com program that are making thousands of dollars. So ask yourself, how much money are you going to make today? Did you make $1,000? Oh, you didn't. Trydaytrading.com. Take, take advantage of the $10 membership. Go at your pace. Learn what you want to earn. Build a side hustle. Are you tired of flipping through, oh, Amazon, oh, I'm door dashing today, oh, I got to drive Uber? Why are you doing that? Did your side hustle make you hundreds of dollars today? No, it didn't. Trydaytrading.com. That's the beauty of day trading. That's the beauty of day trading with trydaytrading.com. It's a $10 membership, and there's no obligation. 
You simply take 20 seconds to fill out a form, click the Monty show in the drop down. Hey, how did you hear about us? The Monty show. And you're in. It's that simple. And the best part is they're going to go through the program with you. They're going to mentor you. They're going to teach you how to be one of the best day traders on the planet because that's what tri-day trading does. Yeah. So everybody who's like, oh, day trading's volatile. Day tra of course it's volatile. But when you use the system and you understand the methods that tridaytrading.com is teaching you, it's not volatile. Yeah. Because you're working within a system. You have a plan. You are educated. You are a professional trader now. So you're making thousands of dollars a day. Oh, you want to do it part-time? You're making hundreds of dollars a day. But the thing you got to stop doing is waking up every day and saying, my boss is a dick. I hate this job. Why am I driving to work here? Hey, I'm going to call in sick today. Stop wasting your time with that and get on to building the life that you've always dreamed about at tridaytrading.com. $10 membership. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. Trydaytrading.com. Bill G. Let's go, Bill. Let's go, Bill G. Let's go. Travis Hinton. Let's go. Let's go. Travis Hinton. Let's go. Love all the new members. Thanks for being here. Um, let's see. Um, Hugh Jass. See what he did there. See what he did there, huge ass. You know, UVU's going to win the NIT, yeah. he says. Right. Okay. Uh, Drethman says, Kurt Myers, UVU should be in the MM. I don't know what that means. Tanner Plummer says, there's no such thing as a wrong bracket uh, for this team. Okay. Okay. You know, I, I am there. Uh, let's see. Matthew Brenning says bucked up sponsor time see, yet. You just want us to chug the bucked up. That's what it I is. I am you, not you chugging want, the bucked up. You today. want us to chug the bucked up and, and have a bunch of fun. And you know, that's just not going to happen today. You Miami know? bucked up is the hardest flavor to get your hands on. Cause it is, and I'm not even exaggerating. It is in high demand Miami. It's really hard to get. I finally got a case of it. We drank it. I had one left and yesterday on the show. I chugged it for you guys. So now I'm on to one of my favorite flavors, which is gym and juice. Yeah. I like it. I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Not going to be chugging it. There you go. See? I'm not doing it. You got you got this. It's the sipper, you know, just the sipper. I will not be bullied into this. I, I just, I simply will not do it. Here on the Monty Show, um, if you're just tuning in, the biggest stories in sports, as always... We have them on the program for you. I think today there's no doubt about it. It is this story with ESPN and the Pac-12. Yeah. This is a big deal because if ESPN is going to be a part of the Pac-12 TV deal, this is what they're willing to do. I was told today by a source at ESPN that they are not willing to put a penny more into this. And I think the biggest issue is, is that ESPN is not looking for a volume of content from the Pac-12. I think they'd like two football games a week, and that's really it. They're not willing to do a studio show. One of the things that Pac-12 asked for was specialty Pac-12 programming. They're not, ESPN's not going to do that. And when you look at ESPN's current business model, they repurpose their talent now. These layoffs that ESPN is going through because of Disney mean that they're going to have less human resources available to them. So they're going to repurpose their talent. And that does not mean new studio shows. That does not mean five games a week with the Pac-12. Right. It means two games a week. One on the ABC, ESPN, Family and Networks, and one in their digital package, mm -hmm. which is either the, the app, the dot-com, or both. 
That's it. That's what we are told is what ESPN is after. They're willing to do $90 million a year on a five-year deal, and that is the extent of it. (sighs) And I think it is one of those things that, you know, when you look at um, the way that this goes, um, you really have to, you know, you really have to consider that the Pac-12 is in a tough situation. Yeah. You really are in a tough situation. I don't see any way that you can, and this is just my opinion, I don't see any way that those numbers are sustainable from ESPN to the Pac-12. And I think this is why Apple TV has become such a major player. But again, I think you can almost toss out the idea of getting 30 to $40 million a year. Yeah, I don't see how that happens. And maybe I'm completely wrong and maybe this catches everybody off guard. I don't see any way that the Pac-12 ends up with a deal that's equal to or superior to the Big 12's money. I just don't. And even if it is Apple, ask yourself, is Apple willing to pay $300 million a year for Pac-12 football, for five games a week in in football? (coughs) Dude, I don't know how you do that. I really don't know how you do that. It is something that, in my mind, when these games are important, and it's Oregon and Utah, that's a game you want. Yeah. But are you paying $300 million for that? Because I'm telling you now, Washington and Oregon State doesn't move the needle. I mean, Arizona State and whoever Dion's playing, <laughs> okay, this year that'll fly. But when this new TV deal kicks off in a year, because remember, it doesn't cover this upcoming season. It's for the 2024-2025 season. Then what happens? Because if Dion doesn't win this year, if they have another wreck of a season, which I don't think they will, I mean, Colorado becomes a really important figure to the Pac-12. Yes. But if you only get $22 million a year, is Colorado going to be in the Pac-12? Boy, I think that's a really dicey proposition. Yeah. I think that is a, that is a real, real problem. And I don't, the answer to that question is I really don't know. Because when I, when I look at exactly what is, what is happening and what we are looking at, Man, I think that's a scary, scary deal. By the way, watch along with us as K-State and Michigan State uh, tip off here in five minutes on TBS. Um, You can keep us on in the background because we'll all be watching the game together. Uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. But, you know, when I look at this, I'm curious what you guys think ultimately. I'd love your predictions. You guys always ask us, well, hey, what do you guys think is going to happen? You know. Why don't we flip that around and say, what do you guys think is going to happen? And what, what do you want to happen? What are your predictions about where this goes? And what are your predictions about how this all ends up? Yeah. Uh, Sam Lott, what's up with you, my guy? He says, afternoon, fellas, go UVU basketball. Everybody's excited. I Man, love it. we are all on the UVU train. Uh, well, you know what? I mean, the NIT is absolutely um, something that I I think is is critically important. And in this state, obviously, when you look at when you look at UVU, I don't think anybody realizes just how significant UVU is. I mean, you're essentially on, right? You're essentially on the BYU campus, if we're being honest, right? I mean, you are, you are, you're there, dude. So I, I mean, you're in a really good location. You're, you, in my opinion, serve a really big role for people that don't want to live the BYU lifestyle, a chast lifestyle, and an honor code. Like it, it serves a really significant space and time. Mm-hmm. So for UVU uh, taking on UAB, what is that? I guess um, 
what, when was that? Monday or Tuesday, I think. Um, you're you're in a really significant situation here. So I'm really I'm excited about I'm excited for UVU. I just am more excited for the the uh, NCAA tournament. Yeah. So I don't know I don't know exactly. I mean, when you get to the NIT semifinal, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I that's a good great. accomplishment. Yeah. I wish I was excited about the NIT, but I will be honest with you and say Dude, I'm not at all excited. What about is it. the NIT? It is the tournament for not good enough. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Sam Lott says, exactly, Monty. I'd rather have uh, Mark Madsen up on the hill than Craig Smith. Well, that's a really interesting question, too, because I think it's one of those deals where, bro, it is, um, how shall we say, Utah men's basketball is a disaster, <coughs> and you got to figure it out because <coughs> the, the lady Utes are going to roll. They're absolutely going to yeah. roll. The uh, great name says, great name. I want the Holy War every year. I I'm think everybody man. does. Exactly right. Sam Lott says it's uh, Tuesday night for Tuesday. the NIT. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bigfoot says we have been talking about where us, the fans, think the pack is going to end up earlier in the chat board. But what do you guys think will happen? What do you, I mean, like, do you guys believe that, do you guys believe that they get to Big 12 money? Does the Pac-12 find a way to get $300 million? Because, Jake, I just don't know how that happens. Yeah, I just don't see a path, and, and that's and that's kind of where I'm at with the whole thing. I, I don't see a path to the money, which means I definitely don't see a path to survival in your current form, which means you're going to be a G5 conference sooner rather than later, in my opinion. So, yeah, I mean, I think that it's cool that, that you know, you're, you're living on this idea that, oh, everything's going great and, our presidents are, you know, uh, you know, coming out and saying that, oh yeah, it's good enough for us to survive. It's good enough to, it's good enough for us to move forward. Like, okay, cool, dude. Like, you're you're reinforcing everything that we've kind of been saying, which is, hey, yeah, you're probably gonna find a way to get a deal done, a right? Deal. A deal, yeah. but it's not gonna be some robust, like, you know, get you into a better place type situation. And that's the problem. I think it is. I think that's really interesting. I think, and the that's the the other thing here is you're not hearing anybody say, "Man, this is going to be a great deal. This is going to be awesome." George and, did an awesome job, and my God, like you're hearing, you know, you're hearing good enough. You're hearing acceptable. You're hearing not what we had hoped for. You're but, reading that a deal is going to be done soon. Yeah, and I think now we understand it. This this little news bite from ESPN today, uh, our sources at ESPN, you know, is is one of those things that that you you start to understand that this really fills in a lot of the question marks about where the money's been it brings substance to everything right like because because what i think is interesting and and i would encourage everyone to keep this in mind that that the pac-12 releases this statement what a month ago probably or so now you know time flies so i think that was like three weeks ago maybe yeah where they released this statement saying oh yeah you know we're confident in our media partners and you know, the deal is going to be good enough and the Pac-12 schools are united and we're all moving forward together. And at that time, we all said, yeah, this is a joke. You're just kind of, you know, you're doing damage control, <laughs> right? right? That that was right? kind of the reaction. But then what happens? Then we get everybody starting to talk. Ray Anderson yes. and, and, and President Robbins and, you know, President Randall and Mark Harland and like all these people. And... It just goes to show you that they've known, I guarantee you they've known this ESPN number for a minute. I guarantee you they know that they don't have more than that right now, which is why I think we're struggling. 
Like, I think that we're, we're as a conference, they are struggling because they don't see how they're going to cover $210 million uh, in TV revenue gap from the Big 12. And the problem is the Big 12 is, what, uh, $20, $25 million a year short of the Big 10? So not only are you How way short, is that? but but do you see How, what I mean? The like, disparity in revenue right. in college like athletics you, is ridiculous. If you compare the pack to the Big Ten, I mean it's embarrassing. I mean, like if you just if you take all take everything out of the picture, you just said to someone, "Hey, this conference is getting this much year. This conference is getting next to nothing a year." What are they going to say? Well, that's not a great and, conference. But that's what we've always talked about with the Big Twelve. Is it? It now I think in the last couple of weeks, now Brett Yormark has really put the finished product on their stability. The Big 12 is not in any danger. No. Because there's just not a lot of incentive outside of $100 million a year to leave the Big 12. And certainly, I think the Pac-12 has been crippled to a point where no Big 12 schools are going to leave. But if you look at the disparity financially, I mean, the SEC is getting $50 million a school minimum, mm-hmm. right? The The Big 10 is getting a, a 75 to $100 million minimum. You look at those numbers, man, and... You look at like what's left. Look at who's getting the shares in the NCAA tournament, dude. That's why like Kansas losing is a big deal. Yeah, that costs a Big Twelve money, right? Like this K State game that's about to tip off is big money for the Big Twelve. Like these these secondary conferences, like the Big Twelve, like the Pac Twelve. That's big dollars, dude. Yes, that is big dollars. Because if you're in the if you're in the Big Ten and yeah, we don't do this or Michigan State lost. Hey, good job, guys. Neato. Right, that's the that's the real issue. Here. I need more K State locker room rap music, everyone dancing videos after this game tonight. Yep. By the way, I see like five people asking um, how to join the membership. I put a link in there. I'll, I'll put it right back hey, in here uh, now. Put another one. You guys, there's a link. If you want to become members, we have two tiers: dollar ninety nine. Um, get you shouted out in the comments. We read all of our member comments before we read non members. a month if you take the upper tier gets you into our members only Instagram chat and it is spectacular yeah I think anybody in the room that's a member of our our upper tier will tell you it's well worth the $10 we put all of our exclusive information in there we give away prizes we give you invites to our events um but hey it's up to you we appreciate we appreciate you guys just being here watching um that is for certain uh outside the echo chamber it was over 50 million if you listen to Tony out Altimore, is that who you're talking yeah. about? I, don't, I should go in and read. I should. Tanner Plummer, only the sleeping giant Utah Tech can save the Pac-12. Not. <laughs> Bro. Tanner. Oh, my God, dude. I cannot wait until Utah Tech is in, is in a, a much stronger position because their facilities are amazing. They're recruiting at a higher level. And then you're going to say, I told I, you so. I am going to remind pissed. you. I'm going to say, we told you so. And then Tanner's going to say, you're only saying I told you so. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I don't. I, I told you so, and there's a double standard. Mike uh, Stoenberg. Um, says UBU is really good this year. They are. But uh, by the way, look at Mike with like an actual picture Whoa. of himself. Uh, is that a normal default picture? Now, Mike, you're not as good looking as I am, right? But you're a good looking dude, man. Congratulations on a normal avatar. I just want to thank you all. And then there's Bigfoot Doc. <laughs> no way will they get what they want. I still think this is a business killer. Everybody knows has their place uh, arranged and are just waiting for the right time to announce movement. Yes. Who's the first one to bail on the Pac-12? Because I'm telling you, 
I think the first school out is Arizona. I agree. I think Arizona is the first school I, out the I door. I think they're sleeping. I think that nobody thinks they're going to be the first one out. Everyone thinks it's going to be Oregon. I would and, agree. And I think that the Big Ten is still trying to figure out this commissioner thing, and they've got some housekeeping to do. So Oregon's chilling for a minute. Yep, totally agree. Absolutely agree. Uh, Sam Walter says, I predict the pack will be fine slightly below or above the Big 12, and all the doomers like you guys will backtrack and have some excuse for why you weren't wrong. Dude, if we were wrong about it, we will, uh, and I don't know that we've ever been completely wrong on a story, but if we are wrong about it and they get equal Pac-12, Big 12 money, I will happily eat crow. As somebody that is passionate about Pac-12 football, I would love to see it survive and thrive. Yeah. Right now, I just don't see a way that happens because if you it, it, you don't have a P5 team to add as the Big 12 did, and I'm not a doom and gloom guy. I, we are, I think you guys know, we are the truth in sports talk. We are unbiased on this show. We are not affiliated with any of the teams or the conferences. I have no reason. You report the facts as we get them. We've been in this business a long time, man. Yeah. I've worked in sports talk for 30 years. I just happen to know a lot of people. And the people at ESPN are telling me, hey, this is where we're at. We are not going to budge on $90 million. And if it's $90 million, if it's $450 million over five years, this, is what, this makes, and by the way, I would remind you, this makes absolute sense with what we've previously reported. That the, the Big 12 is at 31.7. The Pac-12 is at $22 million a year. You're getting $9 million a year per school from ESPN. You're going to get $13 million a year from a streamer. And mm -hmm. the question I ask you is, and I, I'm serious about this. Yeah. I, I, I want to have this conversation. Where does the other, and if you're, you know, listen, where does the other $28 million come from? Where does the other, like, if you're, and let's just use 9 million. Yeah. Okay. Where does the other, where does the other, what would that be? 21 and a half million dollars come from. Um. Where, I, I don't know where that money comes from. Because if you're Apple TV, are you really going to cut a check? Because they've never done a partial deal where we'll take just half of your games or two of your games. Right, yeah, which is a huge problem for the pack. Which, by the way, let's say Apple does say we'll take two of your games. Yeah. Do you think they're going to outstroke ESPN for that? Wouldn't they want to pay similar to what ESPN's paying? Okay, so now you're at $18 million. Right. Well, now you don't have any more football inventory, so who's going to be that other third tier? So now you're at $18 million. Yes. So that math doesn't add up, right? Okay. Well, let's say you get $9 million from ESPN. And let's say that Amazon gives you a Friday night game of the week package. Mm -hmm. Okay. How much is that Friday night game of the week package worth? I don't think it's worth $9 million a year. I don't think it's worth $90 million total per season. Let's say they, over, they overpay for it. Okay, so that's two games on ESPN, one game, that's three games, and you're at $18 million. It still doesn't add up. Yeah. What makes sense is, is that you have a situation where ESPN is going to take two games a week, and my guess is, is that either Apple or Amazon steps up and takes the rest of those games, those other three games. 
And I could see Amazon doing that. I can't see Apple doing that. Yeah. But even with Amazon, I don't know that that's their appetite for a, a, a whole slate of games. I, I don't know that that makes a lot of sense it, it, because I think their sports people have said in interviews, mm-hmm. what, by the way, on the Marshan podcast, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Ms. Donahoe said on the podcast, hey, we're, we're engaging with Major League Baseball, with the NBA. Like, yeah. So they have other money they want to spend in other places, so it doesn't make sense. Yes. As we've reported, yes. we've been told by TV sources that Amazon wants a game of the week. We were the first ones to have Friday night football, Pac-12 football on Amazon. So I'm saying, like, you, 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 you can't have, again, you can't, you can't have philosophical differences in your conference on whether you should be streaming your TV. So you can't have those differences. You then can't have a situation where your product's not valued. So well, that's strike two. And then you're going to have a situation where, where you know, you have other conferences competing for your schools. So, so I'm saying, like, we can sit here and say, yeah, hey, maybe the pack's around in five years. But the reason I'm not confident they're around in two years in this, like, format is because there's no way out. There's no escape hatch. There's no, there's no like, yes, we're doing this. So let's say exactly. $9 million from ESPN – you know, nine million from Apple and three million from Amazon. Let's say, for whatever reason, as random as that would be. Okay, cool. You figured out how to survive, but now what? Now all the other conferences are going to walk away from you. There's going to be this massive value gap. So that's what I'm saying. If you get a deal done, okay, it delays the inevitable, but at some point, you gotta, you know, you gotta pay up. You, you gotta, gotta you pay got, up. You got like you're not like you're just like that's the best way to say it, in my opinion. You're delaying the inevitable because if you just you have to pay up because at some point these schools are going to get tired of not making money that now SC and UCLA are going to make. Yep, totally agree. I think you're exactly right. Our, our NCAA tournament updates on the Monty Show presented by Quick Quack Car Wash. Six minutes in and it's a shootout. 12-10, K-State number three against Michigan State number seven. Um, and K-State has really controlled the game. Michigan State continues to fight hard. We haven't even settled into this game. You can see there are nerves on both sides. Um, wholesale substitutions are coming for Michigan State, uh, which is very Tom Izzo because his club continues to turn the ball over. Um, so we'll keep you up to date on that. 12-10, six minutes into the game, K-State leads Michigan State. Uh, and we'll keep you up to date on that. Our tournament updates brought to you by the best car wash in the business. Quick Quack Car Wash. Anytime you hear Quick Quack Car Wash, you know that it's a really good car wash. Bring your kids, too, because they have all kinds of colors and lights inside the tunnel. Um, they can help you vacuum. Quick Quack has great vacuums. They give you one for the rug, and they give you another one for your cup holders and your seats. You get damp towels, and you get really friendly, smiling customer service at Quick Quack Car Wash. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Country Roads, 5150. Country. Country. Country, country Road. Take me home. Anyway, <laughs> uh, gives us a $10 tip to say the Pac-12 is dead. When West Virginia gets more than Utah and Arizona, you are dead. You're in a dead conference. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But again, I also don't think we need to sit here and bury, um, you know, bury West Virginia. West Virginia, yeah. I think West Virginia is in a, uh, geographically speaking, in a, in a region that is very down. I think their educational scores reflect a lot of that. They are serving a populace that nobody else has the ability to serve. West Virginia is a good institution. 
I think they are in an awkward fit in the Big 12. That's just my opinion. In yes. country roads, maybe you agree or disagree. I don't know. We'll see. Curtis Middleton says Michigan State is going to win by double digits. Well, it's been kind of a crazy start Dude, to that it's game. It's a little early to be smoking weed. Okay. okay. It's a little okay. early to be on the drugs. I agree. Bigfoot Duck says, I agree with Monty. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Uh, that half the pack is about money, and there are three, four universities that are about the exposure and two or three that are about the higher education. And I think this is the frustration for Utah fans yes. is I think Utah is in about, about academics. <laughs> they are. They're about academics, dude, and I think that's a really tough pill for a lot yes. of people to swallow. Yes. I do. Uh, Matthew Brenning. Says, time to order some Papa Murphy's pizza and watch the conference burn Let's to the go. ground. Let's get go. Get those meatballs, bro. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, and donuts. Pack media deal looks like Swiss cheese, not quite blue cheese yet. Ooh, yeah. close. Mike Hawk. What's up, Mike? Monty, my wife won't let me buy subscribers. How do I subscribe? Uh, here's how you subscribe. Here's a link for you, Mike Hawk. Right there. Come on. you There you go. You can subscribe right there. Yeah. As little as little as $1.99 a month. Big Jack 512 says GG here. Hey, look at me. Okay. G Lee. Oregon and Washington can go independent until they get into the Big Ten. How? Because we've talked about this on yeah. the show. And I think this is actually a really interesting conversation with Oregon specifically. Yeah. I don't think Washington can go independent. I don't think they have the pull. I don't think they have the respect. I don't. Oregon has Nike, and Nike can make deals. Nike can, can play matchmaker with you know all of their other Nike schools. I think it makes a little bit of sense. Nike will fund that. Yeah. I think that Oregon has value to TV partners, but the question is $10 million a year. Does ESPN pay Oregon $10 million a year? Um. I don't think they do. So are you going to leave the Pac-12 to make less money than you are already making? Because let's say Oregon gets, or the Pac-12 gets $22 million a year. Yeah. Are you going to leave to take a pay cut to be independent? Um, and then you got to schedule on your own, and then you have to affiliate on no, your own? What and, you're going to do is you're going to leverage Georgie Poo with your grants of rights, and you're going to say, hey, there's an out clause after two years. That's or you're going to say, okay, that's great. But we're going to take $30 million a year and somebody else is going to take less. That's right. That's what Oregon's going to do. Yeah. You know. Because Oregon, I, Oregon's not a fit in the, in the Big 12. They're not. That feels awkward. Yeah. I, the problem with the Big 10 is they don't have the revenue to, to pay new members. So if you look at their deal, what school in that conference is going to take less money to get Oregon and Washington in the Big Ten. Nobody. So you're going to have to do a deal with an Apple or like, see, and I could see, I could see Oregon doing that with Google, YouTube TV. I, I could see that. Mm -hmm. I can't see Washington do that because I don't believe that Washington pulls like but that. But isn't that the future like of negotiations? Like, and I don't mean future is in like next week. I mean, like five years from now, shouldn't all these schools just be negotiating their media deals on their own? Like, shouldn't you... Like at, at some point, you, you shouldn't you be able to negotiate directly with YouTube TV instead of having to go through, you know, your mark who, you know, negotiates with them, then comes back to you and then goes back like you shouldn't. It's just so archaic, in my opinion. It really the is. The way they do it. It, it really is. And I, I think it's one of those things that 
you just start to figure out pretty quickly that your brand is not as valuable as you want it to be and think it is. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the reality of it. You, 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 start having, you start having these conversations with yourself and all of a sudden you're like, damn, the reality is not what I thought it was. Yeah. That's the hardest conversation to have. And so you wind up, you wind up, you know, playing the imposter syndrome game. Am I really worth that much? No, I'm not worth that much. Money. Don't play intramurals, brother. Independence is, yeah, Bill G. I think this is exactly right. Problem with going independent is scheduling. It is. Yeah. A, but this is what makes BYU athletic director Tom Homo such a freaking machine. Put on a clinic. Like his scheduling was unbelievable. Don't want us in the Pac-12? Oh, okay. Well, how about we just play all of your teams and beat them? Because that was essentially their plan. Yeah. And ESPN helped them help them schedule. You know, like it's crazy. Lopespan Gabe says, so Mike equals Dreth, right? Apparently. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Yeah, but I handled it. Uh, Bill G, I already read that one. Uh, not to mention the man lack of a media contract. Yeah. Kay Nuren, Utah and Stanford are going to the Big Ten. I, but why is Utah going to the Big Ten? And, and the, the thing that's hard for Utah fans to say out loud is, you belong in the Big 12. <coughs> That's the natural fit. Yes. That like and you want to win, go to the Big 12. You want to yeah. win right away, go to the Big 12. I don't understand the whole thing of oh my god, we'll never fit in in the Big 12. I just have never understood well, that. Hey, yeah, 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 man, that's a truck stop conference. Yeah, they're uh, they're too busy uh, shoveling piles of crap out there in Stillwater. They uh, have no business being in our, you know, uh, AAU certified <laughs> research institution, rocket ship, NASA level schools. But here's the problem: there's truck stops all over Utah, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, have you ever heard of this little uh, place called Maverick Adventures? First stop. Yeah, you know. Uh, Connor Tulin says, sup, Monty. I'm at a, at the Knicks magic game with my aunt. Let's go. Hey, Monty. Let's go. Let's go Love Connor. that. Dude, send me a picture, bro. Tweet at us. Love that. Yeah, dude. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Breaking news. Breaking I'm news. I'm so bricked up right now. Uh, this is a pretty big story, actually. Breaking news on the Monty program. Hey, Monty. Adam Schefter. Oh, Schefter. ESPN. Las Vegas... Aces and Raiders owner, Mark Davis. Okay, you don't know the story yet. Is he dead? No, he's not dead. He's in the hospital. Announced today that seven-time Super Bowl champion, Tom Brady, has acquired an ownership interest in the world champion, WNBA Las Vegas Aces. <laughs> Tom Brady has bought a minority share of the Las Vegas Aces. Good for him. Jake, your thoughts? Yeah, I, th I think this is what athletes do, you know, and really billionaires because Tom's a billionaire. This is this is what they do, man. They, they you know, you want to buy a share here, share there. Like, you know, you're just making investments uh, and trying to make money on those investments. That's what it is. So, yeah. you know, I think it's I think it's a really smart equity play, um, frankly, for Tom Brady, because obviously with the the FTX loss that he suffered, um, with the, ooh, dude. And there, there are a lot of people who believe that Tommy and Tommy. Jizzy and actually, uh, 10 to the hour, every hour on the Monty program. Hey, Monty. Uh, football 50. Football, your balls. Um, who do you guys side with in the Tommy Jizzy thing? Who do you guys side with here? Because I think Giselle Bunchton is taking an un- 
fair amount of heat in this divorce. Uh huh. I don't think it's her fault. She had an interesting quote that I think is really important where she talked about the death of her marriage. She said, first of all, um, the divorce with Tom Brady was, quote, the death of my dream. You give everything you've got to achieve your dream. You give 100% of yourself, and it's heartbreaking when it does, doesn't end up the way you hoped for and worked for, but you can only do your part. And quote Giselle Bunchton to Vanity Fair, yes, was it? I, I believe. Vanity Fair, or it might have been Variety. Variety. Of variety, course. I think it was. And the other thing that I think is so interesting here. Yeah. Is that she has been rumored to be dating this billionaire who owns the Fountain Blue Hotel in Miami and was really close friends with, um, you know, with, ooh, dude, you've got to be kidding me. Bro, Lamar Jackson on? now tweeting, my business partner and I will be dropping the entire gym this summer. What the hell does that mean? He says his business partner's name is Ken. It's a, apparently, dude, what is Lamar Jackson doing? It is a mobile gym that you can take to a football field and lift and do. So this is your, this is your thing. Like, and I'll just hold it up. Like it's a mobile gym thing. Lamar, what are you doing? Lamar, like, are you like, what are you doing? This is what he's announcing today with his business partner who apparently has been the guy going around like what a joke dude i, I mean this is just this is embarrassing yeah, now. this is embarrassing now i mean there's no other Come way on. around and it, if bro. you didn't see it earlier um adam schefter had news about a uh, memo from the uh, nfl management council that talked about how somebody named ken francis was calling around on behalf of lamar jackson trying to get teams to engage in negotiations but uh, that this Ken Francis character is not a certified agent. And in the memo, in the third paragraph, they reminded them that you cannot negotiate with a non-certified agent and that Lamar does not have one. And so the only person you can negotiate on Lamar Jackson with is Lamar Jackson. This is embarrassing now. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Back to Giselle Bunchton. She had to deny this rumor that she was banging Tom's one of Tom's best friends as billionaire. They're not dating. She had to deny this rumor she was banging a jujitsu instructor in Costa Rica. She said that was never the case. Do you believe her, first of all, and do you think she's taken an un unjust amount of heat here? Um, I mean, I think she's she's I'm not I'm not sure I'm ready to say it's unjust amount of heat. I think that when you're a billionaire, the media follows you, you know, and, and I think that you know, there was always going to be, there always had to be a consideration for how much heat you were going to take divorcing Tom Brady uh, for what appeared to be him playing football too long, you know? And, and I know that that's simplifying it and that's obviously not the whole story, but I think that's largely what the media tried to portray this as, is that she was tired of him playing football and wanted uh, wanted him to retire and he refused and so they divorced and now we're here. And I think that there's always more to the story, but at the, at the same time, what really at the end of the day happened? Well, he retired the first time, he then unretires, he then gets divorced, he then goes on and chases a Super Bowl and does his thing, and now he's actually retired. And I think it's it's a it's kind of hard to get away. If you're Giselle in from a media standpoint, 
from that narrative. I mean, people, nobody's ever going to know like the fights they had or or have that kind of access. But but I do think it's very interesting that Tom this week came out. You know, you guys know that he's doing this this greatest roast of all time, where where he's going to go on Comedy Central and they're going to roast him and he's going to have a bunch of fun with it. But he put guidelines on it to say, hey, you cannot do any joke about my family, and that includes Giselle. So to yeah. me, like, I think they're clearly on good terms. I, I just think that we're obsessing over who she's dating, and we're obsessing over what business Tom is doing because he's a dude and she's a female. Like, it just that's just what we do. Yeah, and, and that's why I say it, I'm not going to say I'm not going to feel dirty. I mean, but this is what we do as dudes. Like this, yeah. did you guys see the story in Boston? This WEI Boston. radio host made a made an unfortunate remark about Mina Kimes' boobs that turned out to be a racial slur that got him suspended for a week. Like it's unbelievable yeah. what we as men do when we sexualize women. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what this Giselle this smear campaign. Yeah, I mean, I and think I that, think it's weighing on her. She talked about the fact that it is really weighing on her. I think that the media would love for her to be in another relationship already, or, or like be dating someone or whatever. Yeah, like I would that, agree. Like, I think that there's a, a big time thirst, and and you know, I I understand TMZ's got a job to do, but but I think it's outlets like TMZ that hunt for this type of thing and have made a living on this type of thing that really push it forward. And I think it's unfortunate because I'm sure that she's not a bad person, but. But again, when it's Tom Brady, it becomes a bigger deal no matter what. If we were talking about some well, average Joe, that's interesting, we yeah. wouldn't really be talking about you. But it's Tom Brady, and he's accomplished a lot. Yep, I agree. Uh, Curtis Middleton says Tom is going to pull a Michael Jordan and come out of retirement. I don't think so. No. I think it's done. Bob Holsey, a member of the program. Brady can play for prime. People will watch. Well, right. You know that. Kurt Myers uh, says, why could Jizzy just have a trophy husband and just go with it? Because she was unhappy, and she deserves to be happy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, did she take a dump on Tom's pillow? Wow. No, uh, I don't think so, dude. I don't know. Uh, Big Jack 512 says, are boobies racist now? Well, they had a segment that is was about alcohol that they called the Nips segment about drinking alcohol. And he, of course, sexualized it and tried to make a comment about Mina Kimes that just turned out to be a disaster. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, outside the echo chamber, or excuse me, Andonit says, hard to relate with billionaires, it is. Outside the echo chamber says she's getting hers like she should. That's what I'm saying, dude. Ooh. Wow. Like she should. What does that mean? No, he's saying that, hey, like, if she wants to go and do that, she has every right to go and do that. Oh, like, okay, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm saying that when I read that, I take that as, hey, like, by the way, she's pretty damn successful, too. Like, yeah. it's Giselle Bunchton we're talking about. It's not some average Joe. So, like, I, like it, she should be able to go and do what she wants. Dude, if you want to go and bang your jiu-jitsu instructor, do be it. my guest. If you want to bang Tom's billionaire friend, be my guest. I don't have any issue with it, dude. Like, Go and do it. If I was a billionaire, I'd probably be having some fun, But too. isn't this, and not to take this too far, but look at Britney Spears. Britney Spears is a, it now is a cartoon character. Her kids don't want to be known as her kids because she's constantly out hoeing. And she's naked on Instagram. And I think Giselle Bunchton has attained a level of 
class. Prestige. And uh, prestige, thank you. A level of prestige. I don't want to see her out banging her jujitsu instructor. And if she is, I don't want to know about it. Because well, frankly, it's none of my business. But that's precisely my point. You're going to yeah. know about it because it's Giselle. And I don't disagree with that. Uh, football 5010 of the hour, every hour, presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off. Your purchase of $25 or more on a double bacon cheddar. Fresh out of Papa Murphy's Kitchen, it's the limited time double bacon cheddar pizza. Uh, actually, it's fresh out of my oven. Dad, it's just an expression. <sighs> Mozzarella, crispy bacon, and Canadian bacon with nacho cheddar cheese sauce. Now that is an expression. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza, so you can make the pizza great. In my oven. Order now at papamurphys.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza presents football at 50, 10 in the hour, every hour on the Monty Show. Curtis Middleton says Curtis Middleton donated $9.99 to the Monty Show. Okay. Uh, all right. But that's actually not true. Yeah. Curtis, what are you doing, man? Um, let's see. Mike Hawk says Tom, Brady, uh, Tom Bradley in the Pac-12. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Hello. Uh, she should have just let Tom play and be the man in the house. She said, she straight up said in this article, she did not have any input or assert any pressure on him to retire. Believe her or don't. But she said it's ridiculous. You can't try to make somebody do what you want them to do. You can only make your feelings known. Yeah. Yeah, we should move on. Why? Because that is that is some BS. That is absolutely BS, dude. Okay. You're you're Tom Brady's wife. Mm-hmm. If you say, "Hey, I'm not trying to make you do anything you don't want to do," but by the way, yeah, if if uh, we're gonna have to have a conversation if you don't retire. Well, yeah. Like, come on. Dude. I know what you mean. Says the guy who's not married, because a lot of times that's how it goes. That is how it goes. The Great Dane. Says, wow, was that, a, was that about football? Ha <laughs> ha, what the hell? Well, it was about football. Yeah. Uh, Matt Merle says she belongs to the streets. Matt. 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 Tanner Plummer <laughs> says, um, Tanner Plummer donated $100,000 to the Monty Show. We don't take checks. $100,000 won't <laughs> fix the double standard, okay? He says, see, I can do it too. Right. Uh, David Bauer says, if ESPN is offering $90 million per year for two games a week, why should Amazon offer any more than $45 million a year for one game per week? I, I don't know. Because as, as we've told you, ESPN does not view Amazon as a competitor. Yeah. And we told you that back in October. And it's worked out perfectly for them. Yeah, and by the way, if I'm Amazon, I'm not trying to pay every school a certain amount every year. No. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to pay a flat fee to get one game a week. I don't care who the schools are, right? Like, it, it, I mean, and, and that's, see, that's the other thing. When you're a streamer, it works differently than when you're uh, a, a traditional television company where, where uh, again, you don't, you like, you don't care if they're in Poughkeepsie or San Diego, man. You, you, you care that they're on people's phones, which they are nationally if they're yeah. on Amazon. NCAA tournament updates on the Monty Show presented by Quick Quack Car Wash. Make sure when you go to your local Quick Quack Car Wash, they're all independently owned and operated. Great entrepreneurs. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty's show. 
Michigan State 24, K-State 20, six minutes to go in the first half. This has been kind of an ugly basketball game. Yeah. This has not been a well-played game. This has not been an aesthetically pleasing game. Um, there has been a lot of sloppy basketball, a lot of guys on the floor. Um, and I don't know if it's nerves. I would be surprised if an Izzo team uh, was full of nerves, but Michigan State is not executed. No. Because um, they could very easily be up 10 points here. And by the way, K-State could easily be up 10 points as well. This has been a very odd game. Yeah. Um, 6.06 to go. 24 now, 21. Uh, Michigan State leads K-State uh, in the NCAA tournament. We'll keep you up as uh, up to date as that game uh, goes down here on the Monty Show, uh, which, as always, is presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. By the way, again, uh, I got a DM asking me if the advocates truly uh, are the best in the business at Workman's Comp. Dude, hey guys. don't take my word for it, man. Reach out to the advocates and ask them because I'm telling you now that the advocates are absolutely the best in the business. There's a reason that they don't ask you to pay them up front. There are no consultation fees. There are no big retainers. No, at the mm -hmm. advocates, you don't pay until they win your case. So you can chat with an attorney free online 24-7 at theadvocates.com. If you're in Utah, utahadvocates.com. They're just good people. I've known Matt Triggs, one of the founding partners at the Advocates for over 10 years. He has supported our show you know, very, very well. So when you need an attorney, when you've been injured in an auto accident, if somebody knocked you off your bike, if you tripped on a sidewalk, if you got hurt at work, I'm telling you, the advocates are there. You didn't deserve to get injured, man, but you do deserve for, for somebody to fight for you. That's why they call themselves the advocates. Mike Hawk says, thank you, uh, Jacob Reed, for the membership. Oh, did we get gifted oh, memberships? Yes, we did. Okay. Jacob Reed. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Turn up. Let's Jacob go, Reed, man. you're a stud, Jacob Start Reed. Appreciate you, man. Strong, baby. Curtis Middleton, welcome, sir. Let's go, Curtis Middleton. Appreciate you uh, again, Mike Hawk. Let's go. Appreciate you guys. Um, and this is what this show has turned into. The show grow. It is absolutely turned into people helping people and a community of people that sticks together. Love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Appreciate you. Greg Hawkins says, Howdy Casual's provocative show title today. Well, I mean, since you said so. Yeah. Um, let's see. The Great Dane. One else noticed that last night's Jazz game was like watching the Kings game in reverse with the Jazz having no energy. In fact, we did. Yeah. In fact, we did. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, well, the title ain't wrong, Greg. Sorry. To which Greg Hawkins, a member of the show, says, thanks for, for your attitude, Tanner. Yeah. Well, today has been a day for the Big 12. I can tell you that. Uh, here on the Monty program, hey, Monty. Uh, let's tell you uh, all about it. Let's get you guys caught up to date here because it was a big day. The Big 12 announced today um, that they have formed a partnership with Rucker Park in New York City, um, which is pretty remarkable. By the way, K-State just took the lead uh, on Michigan State, 27-26, 440 to go in the first half um, in the NCAA East. Uh, so we'll keep you up to date on that game. But Rucker Park's a big deal because Rucker Park is absolutely the mecca of basketball on the playground. It's where playground basketball essentially was found. Thanks. 
and that the Big 12 and Rucker Park have a partnership where Big 12 teams, athletes, administrators, will be able to work with Rucker Park to put on clinics for kids is significant. It, it is a massive flex by the Big 12 because it gives you all of this reach. Mm-hmm. It gives you the opportunity to grab kids in the cities where you don't have a footprint. Because let's be honest, the Big 12 and Brett Yormark has all, talked all about reach. Brett Yormark has zero reach in New York City. Yet here he is with his conference creating a situation where he puts more eyeballs on the Big 12 where normally, yeah, where normally that wouldn't happen. Rucker Park is a significant win for the Big 12. There's no way around that. Yes. And again, what is, what is Brett Yormark, as we've talked about on this show, said? We're going to monetize basketball. Y'all feel me? It is going to become a revenue stream for us. This is the first step into that. Because not only is it a revenue stream, not only is it a recruiting stream, not only is it a reach play, this is just another peer in the foundation of the Big 12. Because this kind of deal is unprecedented. Yes. And it also goes back to what Brett Yormark talked about at the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Where he said, we are going to bring culture into this conference. He wants that NBA culture, that hip-hop culture, where he's going to have Shaq performing as a DJ at the Big 12 tournament after parties. A remarkable stroke of genius, in my opinion. You bring in that culture... You bring in more viewership. You bring in more reach. Because what did Shaq do? He put it on his Instagram. What did Shaq do? He put it on his TikTok. He put it on his Twitter. He's got tens of millions of followers. It's huge reach for the Big 12. Now you come out and you make this reach to Rucker Park. That's a reach into the inner cities, man. That's a reach where maybe the highfalutin educational system of the Pac-12 wouldn't ever consider going to Rucker Park and doing a deal. Totally. But yeah, here we have the Big 12 working to reach new consumers, working to reach new potential recruits, basketball players, parents of those basketball players. Yes. Oh, yeah, I remember we met Mark Few, the head coach at Gonzaga at Rucker Park. Yeah, sure. I know that we are in. We live in Brooklyn. But, yeah, you can go to Spokane, Washington and play Gonzaga. for Mark Few. Remember when Mark Few was out here and how well he treated us? Gonzaga. Remember how much you enjoyed being in that – you know, in that in that clinic with Drew Timmy, that that basketball player from Gonzaga that we saw on TV in the Gonzaga. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. That's the magic of this news. Yeah, and I think it just it, it, it again. And the hard part is, listen, and I, I I totally understand it. If you're somebody like Greg Hawkins and you're a Pac-12 guy and you're a Utah guy, this is frustrating. This yeah, is I'd be pissed. This is a tough pill to swallow. Oh wait, so so let me get this right. The Big Twelve has their TV deal done already. The Big 12 has a deal with the NFL done already. The Big 12 has 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 a deal done with Rucker Park already. And we can't even get a TV deal done? What think are we of, doing? And think about the innovation piece here. Yeah. Because you're only only at $31 million. And I, I again, Pac, Big 12 fans, I know it pisses you off when I talk about this. $31 million isn't like something to set off a bunch of fireworks and celebrate. Yeah, you didn't reinvent the wheel with that number, right? It's not a lot of money. But that's right? okay. That's okay. But when you're doing stuff like after parties in Kansas City and you're doing stuff like clinics at Rucker Park, now you're not so concerned about, well, hey, we only got $31 million. Well, we got $31 million on TV. This Kansas City piece gave us this, this Rucker Park, this, this. We got better players. Now we're in the tournament more. We get more tournament shares. We get more TV viewership. Hey, our next deal 
is a bigger deal for the Big 12. Now we're at 50, 75, 100 million. And you know what's going to help them get those deals? The data deal they did before they did the Rucker Park deal. It's just, the, the, and, and again, I think there's been a, a lot of criticism of Endeavor. We asked for the director at IMG Endeavor to come on the show. She turned us down cold and said we are not talking. Her, literally, her email said we are not talking at this time to the media for obvious reasons. So you knew, right? But Endeavor's done a lot of things for them. That's a media company. There's a lot of people who believe that Endeavor's out there putting out misinformation. But Endeavor, IMG, and the Big 12 did a deal this week where Endeavor's going to create statistics for them and is going to send out their statistics globally so that now every website has access to box scores and, you know, hey, he's 10 points away from the all-time scoring market at K-State. And now you're, you're just expanding your reach. The information is out there. Imagine the, the information they're going to have from the educational side. Dude. Imagine the information they're going to have from the TV side. Like, you, you, it's just a brilliant play. It is. Um, James Knight. I want uh, the people to know the class Jake showed towards me with a uh, personal video chat explaining the process of the show and showed a level of class I really respected and appreciate. Did you guys send nudes? <laughs> Bro. I told you not you to reveal sent, our secrets, dude. You sent James nudes. Butthole. What, so what, what is he talking about? James got all pissy with me probably three days ago. I just had enough. So I told James, rather than texting James, because you always give me a bunch of crap about how I was dirty millennials, always text, and we don't want to talk on the phone, and we're That's bad right. communicators. That's right. So I said, you know what, James? I'm going to do you a solid and send you a, a, a video. So I sent James a video message, and mm -hmm. I said, because James was upset, he felt like we weren't reading his comments, and he felt like, hey, like, you know, what am I paying for if you're not going to read my comments, right? Because he's a member, you know, he he's, a, a he's, he's a 999 best, member, one he's one of our times. best, long times. And so I explained to James, hey, man, we get 5,000 comments a show, literally. Like, again, yeah, we're talking about- Yeah, this has been a crazy like, five, six months. Like, we're talking about analytics. YouTube tells us we get anywhere between four and 5,000 comments a show. And so I said, hey, man, like, it's not personal. It's not like I'm saying, hey, we're not going to read your comment or we see your name, we're not going to read it. We just get inundated with it. And yeah. so I just had enough. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to tell James, explain the process so he understands. So there you go. That's what happened. James, appreciate you saying that. Uh, three minutes to go in the first half in uh, New York at Madison Square Garden. K-State uh, is up 30 to 28. Uh, and they're getting a second opportunity to which leads Cash. to three, 33-28 in the NCAA East Regional Semifinal at Madison Square Garden against Michigan State. And it's been, like I said, it's settled down a little bit here in the last five minutes of the first half. Uh, but K-State really, has really picked it up from three. They're shooting five of ten from three now for 50%. Um, it, it has been a pretty... Keontae Johnson's been a pretty good player for them. Dude tonight. can play. Ten points, four boards, uh, one of two from three. Not the real. And I, they're just they're just playing really well. And the issue for Michigan State is um, is that Joey Hauser is really the only one putting out for Michigan State right now. Michigan State, you know, also has four turnovers. Um, you know, but K State has committed some really stupid fouls in this game. They've got ten already in the half. Like, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see who makes who makes changes at the half. Make sure you guys sit here, watch the show. Please hit the uh, thumbs up. Give us a like. It really does help the channel grow. 
Mike Hawks says ESPN uh, shows Big 12 with Tom Bradley. I don't understand. I no what idea you're talking what you're talking about, talking dude. about, dude. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Curtis Middleton says if Michael Jordan talked about the Pac-12, they could possibly make a comeback. Right. I don't know what the comeback's going to look like because, you know, you look at the Big 12, they lose Texas and Oklahoma. Well, they also gained BYU, Oklahoma, UCF, and Cincinnati. So they improved in basketball and football. Y'all feel me? I mean, it, who, is the, who is that? Yeah. Who is that for, for the Pac-10? That's a question that I have. The Great Dane, breaking news, the Pac-10 has acquired the La Brea Tar Pits. They should significantly increase the Pac-10's reach. <laughs> All right, let's go live to the La Brea Tar Pits where the NCAA Pac-12 basketball tournament was happening, but everybody's dead. Okay, thanks for the update. <laughs> what would I do without you? Could you imagine that? Could you, could you imagine that? Nah. Nah, man. Big Jack 512, how cool would it be for this Rucker Park thing to turn into scholarships for inner city kids Dude. that otherwise not might not have gone to college? What a great story that would be. Do you, that's you, what I'm you saying. Know it that's provides happening. you opportunity, bro. You know that's happening. You know All that's day. happening. And now the popular opinion is, is that Mike Hawk is, <laughs> is a troll. Um, yeah, I just, Mike... Dude, yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand this thing, and and we've talked about this on the show before. You get to a certain level, uh, and we've done quite well. I'm not telling you we're spectacular. I'm not telling we're not you the we're biggest God's show out get, there. It, it we're just matter. we're growing well. And you get stuff like this where you get trolls that just come in and waste space and waste comments, and you know, yeah, it just is what it it's is. Annoying. Man. It, it 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 but it is what it is yeah you know like it and it is what it is yeah it's 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 annoying dude. kurt meyer says just kidding you're a good friend i got your back wow it okay. is what it is mike p says i want two of whatever mike hawk took exactly right cks says i have to agree just what is the pac-12's vision of the future i have That's no what I'm idea saying, dude like what's what's I the don't path know. Maybe, maybe the who, who did we just go live to? The tar pits or whatever they were. La Brea called? tar pits. Uh, yeah, we're, maybe we're in Monty Copter Seven uh, over the La Brea tar pits, and George Klyovkov is up to his neck. Unfortunately, his head's floating. Hey, uh, Monty, are they uh, paving the road to success out there in the tar pit land? They're really not. Um, from what I understand, uh, George Klyovkov up here from Chopper Monty. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. Uh, Curtis Middleton says live. Live for Monty Copter 7. Exactly right. Greg Hawkins. Did anyone here read John Canzano's report last week that dominoes are supposed to start falling this Tuesday? Why is he reporting stuff when he is continuously wrong? I, do, I don't know. Yeah, we tried it, Greg. You're, you're, you're spot on, dude. But we try to... For, from our side of it, out of respect, we try to stay away from pointing stuff like that out. Now, you're welcome to point it out regularly if you like. Curtis Middleton says, eat the mic. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Mm, I'm not that hungry. Yeah. JC says, a Pac-12 has just recruited the professor who will go to each university to teach and one basics. Gonzaga. The professor. Well, I mean, the he's professor. a ball handler. He's a <laughs> Remember, the and one mixtape tour was like a real thing, dude. 
Like it, it was a real thing. What what was Buddy's name? Escalade or whatever? Sclade. He's Sclade. dead now. By yeah. The way. Yeah. He was so much fun to watch. Rest in peace. That was yeah. a big dude. Um, let's see. Tanner Plummer says, breaking news, a Utah State University football player was transported to a nearby hospital after collapsing on the field during spring practice. Is that Damn. right? Oh, no. That's brutal. Yeah. I, I hope that is all's well that ends well. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's rough. CKS says, and I am a Ute fan. I see no vision. That's a legitimate question. Yeah. Here on the Monty Show. Um, get in the comments on that. What is the, what is the best case scenario for the, big, for the Pac-12, rather? Ask yourself that question. What is the best case scenario? Yeah, I mean, I think this $22 million level is becoming more and more difficult to reach. I mean, it, it feels like, like, I'm sure they're going to reach it, but like the ESPN money thing is just, I mean, that is just not what you need to hear. Because ESPN's not motivated. Well, they don't need to be motivated. You have the SEC. Why, are, why, like, what are we talking about? Yeah. You know, like you have the SEC. Uh, don't they also have some Big Twelve product as well? If I if I remember right, they, so a lot of like it. you know what I mean. So like if you have if you have the best conference in the land, in my opinion, in the SEC, backed up by a pretty solid conference right now in the Big Twelve. I'm not saying they're better than the Big Ten, but they're solid. Like you don't have a need, and this is my thing. I mean, this is this is the age old adage in business, right? It's supply and demand. It, you got to yes. have a need to. to to be able to create stuff. If you don't have a need, you're you're not getting paid. That's the problem. Yep, totally agree. I I think it's an I think it's an excellent point. Um and I think when you talk about need, anytime you need the best barbecue equipment in the business, you go to bbqpitstop.com. Barbecue Pit Stop, the best barbecue equipment in the business. And now by the way, did you know that Barbecue Pit Stop has a butcher shop in all of their locations? That's right, T. From Logan, Layton, Lehigh, St. George, and of course our good friends in Murray on State Street. I'm a huge Traeger smoker guy. I got to be honest with you. The best purchase I ever made, the Traeger smoker, Ironwood 885. But Jake was like, dude, we cannot walk out of the store without a cover. Got to have a grill cover. So we went to the guy that was working in the store and he showed us the Ironwood, showed us the grill cover, showed us all the, you know, the accoutrements you want. And then something happened that forever changed my life. I'm so bricked up right now. He showed us the flavor knuckles, the Sato seasoning. And you know what? I wish I could remember that young man's name because the Sato seasoning buddy showed us. Um, we shopped at the store in Murray, by the way. The Sato seasoning that he showed us in Murray changed our lives forever. It is, uh, you guys, I'm a wing guy, Sato seasoning. I'm a pizza guy, Sato seasoning. I'm a pork chop guy, Sato seasoning. Every it, Scrambled eggs. Asado seasoning. Yes. Black beans, asado seasoning. Yes, yes, yes. I'm telling you, it's good on everything. It it's is cash. the best in the business. Get to bbqpitstop.com. Hook it up. You can shop online at barbecuepitstop.com. They'll ship right to your front door no matter where you are. Uh, the other thing that you can do is you can chat with the guys at Barbecue Pit Stop because that's really what you're buying into. Best equipment, whether it's a, a, a Traeger, a Big Green Egg, a Yoder, Camp Chef. Yeah, they've got all the best equipment, accessories, wing racks, Floor mats, tongs, aprons, sauces, rubs, you got it. But you're getting the expertise of the guys at Barbecue Pit Stop because they can answer every question you have. How long do I need my meat to rest, yo? They'll tell you. Hey, how long should I let the wings sit on the counter with the asado seasoning on them? 
they'll tell you. That's the best part. They're all entrepreneurs. They're all individually owned and operated. At Barbecue Pit Stop, make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Giggity. What's up, Giggity? How are you? Good to see you. Ryan Fair. Best case, Oregon, Stanford, Cal, and Washington go to the big. Four corners go to the big 12. Uh, Washington State and Oregon State go to the Mountain West. Dude, that's interesting. Mountain West Commissioner is coming on next week. She is. And... Commissioner Navarez, I, I, we're going to have an interesting conversation about the business of college sports. I think that the Mountain West, under her so far, has done well. I think that I agree. I think that they've positioned themselves in a way where they, you know, you always hear people say, "Oh, well, what kind of mindset do you have? What kind of mind space are you in about this or about that?" And I think she's kind of set the tone with the conference and said, "Hey, like we understand that." that bigger fish in the sea are going to come for our teams. Yes. We know that that's just a fact of life in our conference. We know that. So we're not, like she literally said, we're not going to be, be careful or we're not scared or we're not worried about that. It's not a negative thing for us. In fact, if that does happen, more likely when that happens, we're prepared. We when? have other schools lined up. And I, and I think that's what's in, so intriguing about her because she understands Hey, the Pac's got their situation. The, the the Big 12 has that. The Big 10's, you know, probably going to expand a little more, obviously, as we all know. So so there's a natural progression that takes place. So that's why we were so excited to get her on the show because I think she can provide very unique insight as someone who is sort of under yeah. the P5, you know, realm, obviously, looking up at it and saying, hey, well, how does this affect us and what do we think is going to happen? That, to me, is fascinating. Yeah, fascinating is the right word. Absolutely the right word uh, on the Monty Show. NCAA Tournament Updates presented by our good friends at Quick Quack Car Wash. We're at the half uh, at Madison Square Garden. Number seven, Michigan State versus number three, K-State. K-State up at the half, 43 to 38. Um, And again, I told you that Keontae Johnson has really carried K-State. He's the only guy in double figures. Um, and he's really done it from from the floor, only one or two from three, but four big rebounds, several second-chance opportunities. Um, and I really got to tell you that Marquise Noel, with his 10 dimes, I think has made an incredible impact on this game. Um, he's also got five points, but he's only got one turnover, and I think that's been a big part of this thing. Um, but you look at Michigan State, and there's not a whole lot to look at because yeah. I think Joey Hauser has been the beginning and the end for Michigan State. Uh, 12 points, three boards, and that's really it. Uh, They turned the ball over five times, committed seven fouls, and just really never got into their offense. Now, who's going to make the adjustment at halftime? Because I think think Michigan State doesn't need huge adjustments. They just need to execute. Yes. And if they do, I think they have a real good chance to win this game because – you're not going to get 58% shooting from three from K-State. No. You're, I, I can't nope. believe that continues. With the tenacity of Michigan State, I find it really difficult to believe that that's going to continue. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. But again, 43-38, K-State leads Michigan State at the Garden uh, in the NCAA tournament after one half. We will keep you up to date as the hour goes on. Um, I just I, – I am mm, – I am shocked at at what is at what is at what the Big Twelve is able to do. It, mm-hmm. it, frankly, just to see the the amount of moves that Brett Yormark continues to make and continues to stack on top of move after move after move, 
it's really impressive. I mean, you you look at this Rucker Park deal today that, you know, I mean, it goes back to listening to his partners. Um, when you hear, hey, case, you know, that, that ESPN, Fox Sports encouraged big, the Big 12, as we reported first here on the show, Fox Sports and ESPN encouraged Big 12 to go to market early. In mm-hmm. fact, they did do that. Um, he immediately, when he got the job, he immediately went around and did a, a campus tour and got his ducks all in a row, got that media deal done, and it's just been going on and on and on from there. He has done fantastic with the media in every press conference, in every TV interview. He has just been fabulous. And it has been a work of art to see the way that he has, he has pulled the strings on the media. Yes. And it, that has been one of the biggest things. As far as differences in the conference, that's been one of the biggest things. 100%. Curtis Middleton says, do you guys go live on Friday? Yeah, five days a week, Monday yeah, through Friday. You, uh, Curtis, you caught us last week. We were not on Friday last week because we came home from Phoenix. We, we were, were on off. the road. Correct. Yeah, but typically we're on five days a week, yes. Outside the echo chamber, Big Ten isn't taking anyone right now, Oregon and Washington, going to the Big 12. Nah. I just don't think they're going anywhere until they can get to the Big Ten. The Big Ten is not taking people right now because of the commissioner situation. They will expand. Yeah, they they will. don't have a commissioner. Um, Kevin Warren's going to the Chicago Bears to be their president. And really right now, I, I don't know. It doesn't matter who's there. Until they find another revenue stream, you're not going to add teams because yeah. the teams in the Big Ten are not going to take a pay cut to add Oregon and Washington. Yeah, That doesn't make sense. Um, I think that's a that's a that's an issue. Curtis Middleton says Oregon and Oregon State would be good in the Mountain West. Mm. I don't know. I guess that depends on what you look at the Mountain West as. Like, what is the Mountain West? Is that a P five? It's not. Is Oregon going to step down from the Pac twelve to a G five in the Mountain West? That doesn't feel that doesn't feel like a move to me. Uh, an Oregon State, a Washington State, okay, the lower end teams in the Pac twelve, okay, I can see that. You can't tell me that that Oregon or Washington belongs in the Mountain West. I I, I just don't that's see that. That's not happening. I, I would agree. I don't think that's happening either. Uh, Holabilly, what's up, my guy? He says, been working 12-hour shifts and haven't been able to catch as many shows. Sorry, guys. I'll try to be here as much as possible. Hey, you're good, dude. How about your Minnesota Wild making a crazy move the other night? Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, JC says, I'm not surprised, MFers how little the Pac-12 has done to stay uh, in the daily spotlight. Yeah. I mean, it's shocking that Brett Yormark every single day, it feels like. Just kicking your ass, dude, every day. There is something good. Hey, Fat Jesus, what's up, my guy? What's up, dude? There he is. Good to see you. Delaric, Big Ten and SEC will not expand again until schools in the ACC figure out how to get out of their grant of rights. Dude, that grant of rights is ironclad, bro. I'm talking about... It's Big a huge amount of money. money. It is a huge amount of money. And what do they have? Ten years to go still? Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, it's a it's a huge deal. Yeah, huge yeah. deal. Uh, Tanner Plummer says I'm so bricked up right now. That's my new favorite drop. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a good drop. I'm so bricked up right now. Yeah, that's a pretty know. good drop. Uh, and Donut says, can we hear a blast state? Blast state in that blue turf. Blast state. You can. You absolutely can. Uh, Curtis Middleton says, and donuts, blast. state. Love it. Uh, Renee Roca says, uh, about to crack open a bucked up uh, Pac-12 apple flavored drink. 
Hey, man. <laughs> you should. Bucked up the official energy drink of the Monty Show. I'm vibing um, on Blue Raz, dude. Are you really? Oh, yeah, dude. I'm vibing on it. I am vibing on my gym and juice. Yeah. I love it. Uh, bucked up the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Hey, Monty. That gym and juice is good. That's Mrs. Monty's go-to. Yeah. Um, but the interesting thing about Mrs. Monty is she likes the white can, the low stim. Mm-hmm. Which is I, really interesting. Some people can't do as much caffeine as in the black our can. Our guy, Casey Finlinson. Yeah, he's a low stim guy. Low which stim is really guy. interesting. White can of bucked up, 100 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah. The black can that you see us drinking all the time, 300 milligrams of caffeine. And there are a lot of people who are low stim. I mean, they just... It just and there's nothing wrong yeah, with there's that. there's nothing wrong with it. Bucked up is the official energy drink of the Monty Show. And the company's exploding. I... I I'm so happy for those guys that Ryan Gardner, the founder and CEO of Bucked Up, um, won Utah CEO of the year. Um, congratulations. I mean, they've worked so hard for it. Yeah, he's built such an incredible team there. Big shout out to Ryan Gardner, the CEO at Bucked Up. That's our guy. We deal with him directly, and and he just works his ass off. Yeah. He is one of the best evangelists for his product that I think I've ever seen. Yep. And I'm telling you, it works. I ordered all of my refills on my my pre-workout, my BCAs. I cannot wait to get the big canteen, the metal canteen. You know the other thing? They ship really fast. They do. It's a low-key hack with Bucked Up. They ship super quick. So they like, do. Like in the past with other brands that we've you know used and just over the course of strength training and all that, it takes like a week or like two weeks to get yeah. your product. Bucked up's like, boom, dude, we're in your door, man. And it works. That's yeah. the other thing. So yeah. don't take our word for it. Get in the description of this uh, show below. Uh, it's got a link that says free bucked up samples, three free samples, any color of shaker cup that you want. Yeah. Um, bucked up is going to send it right to your door for free. So go get it right now. Click the link in the description. It really helps the show. So we appreciate when you guys take advantage of the, the uh, free samples. Uh, at Bucked Up Energy, the official energy drink of the Monty Show is Bucked Up. Whew! What a what a good couple of hours, man! Yeah, like dude. it's it it is. I must say, this week has flown by, dude. Like, everybody's on the I'm bricked up right now. Okay, you guys want to hear that drop? Robert Moffat says I'm so bricked up right now. I'm so bricked up right now for Gonzaga. 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 Uh, <laughs> Fat Jesus says, I agree, Tanner. Of course, Fat Jesus. I'm so bricked up right now. I, of course, Fat Jesus loves the bricked up. Right. Uh, C. Kaufman says, Arizona jumps first. Okay, let's play the game. Which Pac-12 school jumps to the Big 12 first? Let's eliminate Washington and Oregon. That's not happening. Yeah, it's just not. This is I not, think yeah. the candidates are Colorado. Gonzaga. They're not in the Pac-12. <laughs> Arizona. Arizona State. Yeah. And I think an outside chance. I don't think there's any chance that you I want to I want to put this this affinities picture from President Robbins on the screen real quick. I'm pretty sure we still have that. President Robbins from Arizona. What do you mean? Oh, oh, oh okay, 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 okay. Goes on or does an interview. What was it Dodd? I think it was. Yep. He, Dennis he, he Dodd, goes on, CBS Sports. Talks about how he, you know, the proximity of Arizona, you you Arizona to the Big 12 and their power For joining the the Big 12. And I think it makes perfect sense. And so it's like, okay, if you take Oregon and Washington now, because I in my in my heart of hearts, I just don't think they're a fit for the Big 12. I just it's just not a match. Like it's just not. But really? Yeah, I just for the Big 12, Oregon and Washington are not a fit. For the Big Ten, those two are perfect 
primo fits. Okay. And I would throw Stanford into that too, just you know, but that's a different conversation. I think but. I think Arizona for sure has to be there. Yeah. But you guys, I have to tell you, I I I would like I want to state on the record. I've been told repeatedly that there is not a single Pac-12 school that's looking forward to that. There is not a single Pac-12 school that wants to leave this league. And I, I have some respect for that, that kind of commitment. But you're going to be in a position where it doesn't matter. You're Correct. going to have to. <laughs> and I think if, if – and you can say what you want, and I know it pisses people off. Our reporting's been pretty good. This right here is a big deal. If you're only getting $90 million a year from ESPN. Which, by the way, it's hilarious that we're saying you're only getting $90 million. It's a ton of money. But not in college athletics for TV, it's not. Yeah. And if you're only getting $90 million a year for two games, and I have to believe that these people bidding for the TV rights talk, because they all know each other. Um, there are they are all friends. They've all been in the. I mean, the people that run Amazon and Apple and well, this goes back to ESPN and Fox not competing with each other, right? Yeah. I mean, we were we we reported that months ago at this point that that those two are not going to compete with each other. That they're instead going to work together, and that yeah. you know this goes all the way back to what you're reporting on the fact that ESPN and Fox went to the Pac-12 and the Big 12 and said you guys should merge, and yeah. and the Pac-12 promptly gave them the bird. Like, ESPN and Fox suggested strongly that the Pac-12 and the Big 12 merge, and the Pac-12 said no. And I think the Big 12 would have been open to it because yeah. I think it would have been best for everybody. I think they would have each gotten $70 million had they merged. <sighs> and I think that's all over with now. Yeah. I think it's all over with now. He's an assassin. And I think a large part of why the Pac-12 said no is, one, I think they thought they could strike out on their own and do fine. And two, I think they know that they probably would have only gotten eight of 12 teams in there because I think Oregon and Washington would have bailed. And I think Oregon State and Washington State would have wound up in the Mountain West. I think the rest of the slate would have gone to the Big 12. I don't know what Utah is going to do, dude. I think Utah is going to go to the Big 12. Because, again, as we reported exclusively on the show last week, Utah has spoken at length with the, the Big 12. And they said, no, not at this time. We, are, we do not believe we're an academic fit with the Big 12. We are concerned about losing educational revenue. No, no, no. And so right now we're not ready to jump, but I think that that could change. Yeah. I, I truly believe that as time goes on, I think that will change. Yeah. And you know, Greg Hawkins, did you give more memberships? You stud. Let's go. Gregory. Greg Hawkins gives away 10 memberships. Oh boy. Renee Roca. Let's go. Welcome. Renee, a member, nine more memberships to go. Hook it up if you are not a member. Greg, you're a stud, dude. Way to go, man. Appreciate you. Um, let's see. Fat Jesus says, Arizona jumps first, but the Big 12 sends them back. <laughs> Damn. Uh, let's see. Huge Jazz Gamer 247 says, Arizona. Boy, everybody thinks it's Arizona. Well, because the thing is, Arizona just doesn't have a whole hell of a lot to lose. In fact, they have Correct. more to gain than they have to lose in the situation. That's the thing. Correct. I, so I why don't... wouldn't they jump? Because they're they're known as a basketball school. Like, like, again, this is my point. This is precisely my point. This is the problem for Utah. Utah's a football school, not a basketball school. Colorado is a football school, not a basketball school. Arizona 
It's a basketball school. So I think it makes perfect sense for them to jump first. Yep. Ryan Fair says, curious how much value does Gonzaga bring to the Big 12 TV contract? Mm. I think Fox, from what Gonzaga. I understand, Fox has said that they will pay. They will pay an equal share. Because remember, who owns the basketball in the, in the Big 12? Yeah. It's largely Fox. I think it's 63% Fox's inventory. Yeah. So Fox will play. Fox has no obligation to pay. But remember, remember what, uh, what is it? I believe it was Mandel uh, said that Gonzaga and the Big 12 are in agreement on Gonzaga bringing all sports to the Big 12. Yes. So it's not yes. just going to be basketball. And by the way, um, Commissioner Navarez from the Mountain West, do you guys know where she came from? The WCC, Gonzaga. the WCC. Gonzaga. So Gonzaga. she has some insight into Gonzaga, Gonzaga, Gonzaga. 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 Um, she's coming on the show four o'clock on Tuesday. <laughs> so that's going to be a big one. Yeah. That is going to be a big one. But I would think that they would bring a full share. My guess is that, that they would, they would, how much do they add to it? I don't know. That's going to be interesting. I don't know how much they get, Yeah, but we'll see. Uh, Robert Moffitt says, serious question, does Prime being at Colorado make a move to the Big 12 because of Texas connections? I don't know. Mm. I, I think Dion has to win some games first. Right. And I, I think one of the things that Colorado would be wise is to make a move before the season starts, which they clearly could if they wanted to. Yeah. Because once the season starts and Colorado starts losing, let's see how loyal Hungry Dogs really are. Let's see how loyal Hungry Dogs really are with Deion Sanders. Mm. Because I'm a huge prime You're guy. You're convinced that he's going to struggle. Year one, there's no way not to struggle. I mean, they're, when I say struggle, they're, they're going to be a five-win, six-win team. Right? They're not going to be the undefeated Jackson State. But what if they're a three-win team? Then what? What if, you know, you and, and, and by the way, here in Salt Lake City, we're going to get a real good look at it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be a three-win team. I think he's a 500 team. That's have, where have I you, come down on it. Have you seen the schedule? Well, I know yeah, you have. are going to play every team in the Pac-12. We've talked about it. Yeah. Their schedule is at TCU, Nebraska, Colorado State, at Oregon, They'll USC. beat Nebraska and Colorado State. They'll uh, be in the Oregon I don't. Game. I don't think you're beating Nebraska. Okay. Matt well. Rule is out for heads. And Dean, well, yeah. Matt Rule. We're just, we're, our belief in Dion is different. Well, I think Dion brings talent. That doesn't mean that talent's ready to compete. I mean, Shador Sanders, God bless him. Can you sit here and tell me that Shador Sanders, after what we saw at Jackson State, is, is he better than Cam Rising? No, absolutely not. Is he, like, does Shador Sanders start on any Pac-12 team if his name's not Shador Sanders? How many quarterbacks does Arizona State have? Like 37? Like, yeah, I, they do. I think it's going to be a fight. What are you, must? It's going to be a fight. It, now, is he better than Keaton Slovis? Yes. Yes, he is. But well, does, if he do, plays better than Keaton Slovis, I think they're in a lot of these games. He's going to have to prove that he earns that. I think they're going to, be, they're going to start 0-2. I think they're going to beat Colorado State. I think they're going to be 1-4 after at Oregon, home for USC, because USC is going to murder people. I think Lincoln Riley wants this conference championship more than he's ever wanted any other conference championship. Right. Wit, I think, exposed him last year. Mm. And I think it's going to be very interesting. At Arizona State, that's going to be the one that I'm interested in. What has Kenny Dillingham done in, in, in Tempe? That's on the road. That is in October, so the weather's not going to be terribly hot. That's a game he should probably win. He should probably win that. 
But am I going to give him the benefit of the doubt? Okay, let's play the game. He's two and four now. Stanford at home. He's three and four now. At UCLA, he's three and five now. Oregon State at home. He's three and six now. Damn. Arizona at home. He's four and six now. At Washington State. That's a shootout. That's a tough place to go. At Utah, that's a loss. Agreed. So he's got a minimum of seven losses. A minimum. And that's me being friendly about it. Right? If if we're because you and I both know you're not coming to Sac Lake City and getting away clean. Shador Sanders, will he be healthy? Will Shador Sanders be physically able to be the quarterback at Colorado come the rivalry game with Utah? Um because you haven't played until you've and I would remind you, they're going to the two of the nastiest fucking places to play in this country. They got to go to Oregon and then come to Salt Lake City. Good luck. That You want to talk about a baptism? You want to go play at Oregon? Neither do I. Hey, by the way, you want to finish your season in fucking November? Excuse my French. You want to finish your season at Thanksgiving? You're not thankful. The only thing you're thankful for is you're not dead. Because playing football at, at Rice-Eccles on November 25th, good luck. That place is going to be raunchy loud. Like, I, 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 this, and, and I'm not trying to be negative Nancy. I'm, real, I'm truly not. I, and, and don't say, oh, well, this MF, he doesn't like Coach Prime because Coach Prime's a Christian brother. What's up, motherfuckers? There's nothing to do with it. I love Coach Prime. I don't love the level of talent you have in year one. When you're coming into a pot that's not empty, it's got moldy soup in it. You had to scrub that pot on your hands and knees, dude. So is Caleb Williams the only reason you thought highly of Lincoln? No. <laughs> Fuck. Caleb, USC, all of a sudden, what are we in the cursing hour? Apparently. All of a sudden, USC, Lincoln Riley showed up and like 50 dudes showed up with him. And Prime hasn't done that. From Jackson State. Well, no, from the portal too. I mean, A little had. bit, but he hasn't had massive wins in the portal. He didn't, he, but the, the, the difference is, and I know everybody wants to make this comparison. Well, there's no reason not to make the comparison. Lincoln Riley is solid gold as a high, as a college football coach. He has, he won a national championship. No. Can he stop your mom and hurt the four nuns who beat your mom in Catholic school from running down the middle of the field at USC? No, they can't because their defense is going to be strictly mid-level, but let's get one. Let's get one thing really clear. You're going to, you're going to, oh, you're going to beat USC. You're going to beat them 59 to 58. By the way, the kid under center is not, is not Lincoln Riley's kid. It's the Heisman Trophy winner. And you don't have to love USC, but you're going to respect them because they're going to kick you in the face because they're better this year. They've gotten a, did you see the recruiting class? You thought he brought a lot of kids in last year. What do you think he did this year? Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, by the way. Oh, by the way, oh, you're just a Pac-12 homer. Anybody want to, I mean, go ahead and take a look at the pro day at, at, at Utah today. You want to talk about talent? You want, the problem is, you go to, you go to Utah in, in November, it hurts. How willing are you to take an ass kicking? How willing are you? If you're a three-win team going to, going to Rice-Eccles Stadium in November, you're losing that game by double digits. Because how much want to do you have left in November at Rice-Eccles um. Stadium? Good luck. Good luck. He's going to win four. I think he's going to win four or five games. And they've got to just absolutely upset some people. Does he have any chance to go to Autzen and win? 
Um, Don't, probably not. No. Probably not. Jake, I I think you're not giving him enough credit. I think that you're it's you're Oregon. Right. I'm not saying he's got a chance to win the game. Oh my but god. What I'm saying That's is that That's Bonex. Bonex, god damn it. All I'm saying is that Prime, you don't put Prime, slander on Prime has been dick. successful every stage of his career so far. And he will be successful at Colorado. But you say every stage of his career. You mean at Jackson State. Yeah, and your your whole stance is, oh, well, you just put money into a crap program no, and they'll win. Like, no, what you like, do is what you do is you put Deion Sanders into an HBCU with bread, charisma, and Super Bowl championships and a Hall of Fame jacket, and Hunter's going to Jackson State. Yeah, and when's the last time Colorado had a Hall of Fame jacket? Mm-hmm. When's the last time Colorado had anything except the classroom? They don't. I'm telling you, you're not wrong. In three years, you'll be exactly right. I can't believe I'm the only one advocating for Prime in year one. But <laughs> I can't believe that we're so comfortable to say that Lincoln Riley, a guy who hasn't done a damn thing at the highest level, uh, is, I, is super successful. Okay, let's, like, get, let's get this right. Like, I just can't believe it, Wait, dude. slow your roll. Let's get this right. He has won big football games. Except the he one that has, matters. Right. He hasn't won a national championship, but neither has fucking Deion Sanders. He hasn't even been close to Saban. But de- I, nobody. Oh my but god! But he hasn't been close to Kirby Smart. God, dude, like God. Your your logic. You're saying that Lincoln Riley <laughs> has won all these big games. You know what Lincoln Riley does? He creates Heisman winners. Bro. That's what he does. He has incredible offense, and he loses to Tulane. That's who he's been his entire career. Does it? Does it matter? Yes, it does matter when you're saying that 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 Lincoln Riley did a great job in year one. And that Dion doesn't have a great shot, I'm or, or is going to be a four-win team. I am telling you. Like I'm not saying Dion's going to win the conference, but I, but Dude, I, I think he's in some no, of these but games. Listen, nobody's comparing him to Kirby Smart or Nick Saban. Nobody said that. The guy has put Heisman Trophy winners into the fucking league, and the guy has won the Big Twelve like a thousand times. He rolled into USC, who hadn't been relevant in a decade, and he almost won the whole thing. I don't understand what the disconnect is. You can say anything you want about Lincoln Riley's defense. The guy fucking wins games. What are we even arguing about? I didn't say he was Kirby Smart or Nick Saban, but your love of Deion Sanders, make him win a conference championship before you even put him into a sentence with Lincoln Riley. Mm -hmm. Make him win something that's not the Liberty Bowl or the Equality Bowl or whatever it was. I'm... I'm here for the slander of Lincoln Riley in January. One in four in bowl games. Great. I'm here for the slander of Lincoln Riley in in January. I'm all about it. But, bro, from February to all the way around to December, there's nothing to slander the guy on. Mm -hmm. He recruits. He coaches up. He develops two and three into four and five. And he wins games in the regular season in conference championships and oh, by the way, he puts Heisman Trophy winners at quarterback in the league. And guys want to play for him. And now he's got the Coliseum. And now he's got USC. And do I like that? No, because I hate USC. I'm a Notre Dame fan. But let's please stop the coronation of Deion Sanders because he won and he's charismatic and he has a great video team. Look, man, I get it. Everybody wants Prime to win. Is it good for college football if Deion Sanders wins? Yeah, it yeah, is. it is. It is. Let's let him win first. Because that schedule is a ball breaker. Man. 
Anyway. Anyways. Now I feel better. You, you feel better? Not really, no. Not really, no. Okay. Why don't you feel better? Because I think you're hating on him. I'm not hating on him. I'm a realist. Who's the coach that came in to his first D1 job in, with no talent? Not a little bit of what talent. What did he do? They had no talent. None at Colorado. They hadn't been relevant in 20 years. So he's got NIL, and he's got the portal. Are they better than they were last year? Yes. Are they better than Utah? No. Are the they, USC's not better than Utah. We're going to find out. They're not. They're close. They lost both games. Cool. In the but, first one, but, they lost convincingly. But, but they're close. They're close. I'm telling you, they're really close. Is he better than Oregon? No, he's not. Those are three losses right there. So you just lost a third of your conference games. Okay, so then we go down the next notch, right? And I, and I don't mean to keep going over his schedule, but, man, do you really think that Nebraska's a gimme? TCU played for a national championship. So now he's lost five games. Colorado State's a win. Stanford's a win. But Oregon State's not a gimme. That's, thankfully, that's in Boulder. Right? I just, I don't know, man. The Palouse, he has to win Washington State to be bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. He has to beat Nebraska to be bowl eligible. They, he, he has to. Greg Hawkins. Colorado was getting beat by four or five touchdowns last year. They got beat by Air Force 41 to 10. I simply don't see Sanders completely turning it around in year one. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I don't care if he prays with his players. But he's got to up the... he. Even if he's got a ton of talent, he still has to coach them up, which you don't do in one year. You, 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 uh, I mean, you look at Kyle Whittingham, even Kyle Whittingham, look, look at the offensive line struggles Wits had. Look mm-hmm. at the, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. You know, anyway, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Say, what, <laughs> what are we doing? I don't understand what we're doing. Uh, Jackson Graham says, uh, fat or Jackson Graham says, what's wrong, Jake? Yeah, I think there's, I think, I think everyone wants to say that, that Lincoln did a great job in year one. Lincoln has had much more experience at the D one level and didn't get the job done. You like, you didn't win your conference, get the job. He didn't get the job done. If we're going to, if we're going to, if you're going to give him credit for Heisman trophies and D one experience and all this stuff, I think that we need to sit here and say, Hey, yeah, you, you didn't win the conference. Like you, like it's it is a coup that Utah won the conference the way they won the conference this past year, like it is. And what I don't like is that I feel like I I don't know I feel like Dion gets gets hated on because it's Colorado and because it was an HBCU, and we don't want to give him the proper level of credit for the fact that he is able to get people to buy into his philosophies. Uh, nobody's and, you, nobody has said a word one that that's wrong. Okay, I'm simply making making my case. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter if no one said or didn't. Like, I'm just making my case. But, but the thing I want to go back to is why are you ripping on Lincoln Riley the first year at USC? Because you're, the reason I'm ripping on Lincoln Riley is because you're, you're making the case to advocate for him that he got the job done. And you're saying that, that he, the reason that Prime is not going to get the job done is because it was an HBCU. And because he's not Lincoln Riley, right? He doesn't have the recruiting poll. No. He doesn't Do have... you know why he's not going to get the job done? He doesn't have the talent yet. And the talent he does have, he hasn't had enough time to coach them up. Mm-hmm. 
That's why he's not going to win in year one. And by the way, I have no idea if Shador Sanders can play in, in the Pac-12. It's a league of quarterbacks. I have no idea if he can play at that level. I, I, by the way, if you think that Lincoln Riley didn't get the job done in year one at USC, I'm not sure what USC you're looking at. He lost two games to the conference champion, Utah, mm-hmm. right? He, I mean, they ran through dudes. Like he, he, okay, Notre Dame, not a good year, 38-27, right? U, UCLA, 48-45. By the way, Colorado, 55-17. to How do you close? How do you close a 30-something point gap? Culture, dude. Culture, coaching, recruiting. Okay. It's not, you don't close a 30 point gap with culture. You don't have the volume of talent. I, I feel like I'm arguing against a brick wall. I think no matter what I say, you're not going to agree with it, which is fine. Which is fine. Bill G says YouTube TV multiview is great. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know. Um, Matt Merle says Riley can't win because his defense can't stop anything. Put a defense against him, AKA Utah, and they lose. I don't even disagree with that. Greg Hawkins says, also, the Pac-12 looks ironically pretty strong next year. Oregon, Washington, USC, Utah, Oregon State all look dangerous. Does Colorado have the horses to run with that herd? They don't. That's why I said, like, that Colorado game in Boulder or against Oregon State, he's got to win that. Mm-hmm. He's got to win that. Alan White, I agree with Jake. Prime said they're coming. <laughs> See what he did there? They're coming. Yeah, I hope he proves everyone wrong. I hope that he you shuts know. all the haters up. I hope he does too. I think that I, I, again, I'm rooting for the guy. Teddy Wayman gives us a $5 tip to say, I think prime in Colorado surprise everyone and win seven games this year. Okay. Let's uh, again, I'm here for it. Everybody loses a game. They shouldn't lose. Okay. So show me. And again, I'm here for it. Let's go through it. I am. I'm all about it. What seven games on that schedule are you winning? Let's talk about the games for sure. They're not winning. Okay, they're not winning at TCU to open the season. Are you winning at Utah to end the season? No. Okay, so that's two losses. Let's say USC in Boulder. That's yeah, a- probably not. Okay, so let's say those three are losses. Let's say that, and, and this is what I'm trying to get you to understand. Mm-hmm. Utah's an injury-prone team. I don't care what, I, I love Brant Keithy to death. Mm-hmm. he's coming off of an ACL. Yep. Cam Rising is an injury-prone quarterback. And now, but now the difference with Cam is he's backstopped by th- two, potentially three really good quarterbacks. But is it fair to say that those guys need to prove they can play in the Pac-12? Yes. Yes. Okay. So and Is it fair to say that Colorado's not going to have a defense? Yeah, it is. It is. He's going to have phenomenal offense. I feel like you want me to say that they're not going to be good in year one, and and I'm not willing it's to say that It's not even yet. that they're not going to be good. I'm not willing to say that yet. I think I, we haven't seen them. Okay. Like, I don't think that we should we should just assume that that they're going to be just like everyone else in year one. What hap- You're the guy that always says, what happens if they if they overachieve? What happens if it could go perfect? Yeah. Right? You, you always what say if? that. So what if... Here's perfect. What if... He overachieves. He'll lose to Utah. He'll lose to Oregon. Lose to SC. Great. If he overachieves, if he overachieves, he beats Nebraska, Colorado State, Mm -hmm. Stanford, Arizona State, Mm -hmm. Arizona, and Washington State. Those are the only seven wins I can see on that schedule. Yeah. 
if he overachieves. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. He won seven games. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's the top of the moon. I don't think it's likely. I think that's a 5% chance because I, I just think the world, I, I know. I think the world of TC Sunny Dykes ain't losing at home to Colorado. They're too talented. No chance at Oregon. No chance USC. What about UCLA at the Rose Bowl? See, like that's a that's a swing game to me. And 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 take take Dion out of it. Does UCLA have a tendency to lose games they shouldn't lose? Yes, Chip Kelly so, does. So to me, that's a swing game. On paper, yeah, they probably lose to UCLA. But if you said to me, hey, they want to shoot out, hey, UCLA turned it over, or this or that, or whatever, I wouldn't be surprised. Yep. Tournament update brought to you by our good friends at Quick Quack Car Wash. Uh, make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show for the best car wash. You go to Quick Quack Car Wash, Michigan State and K-State tied at 52. And Michigan State just keeps missing free throws. <laughs> and K-State got a butt pass, inbound pass off the butthole for a layup. Yeah. 13.53 to go. We got a long way to I go. I can't believe that guys still do that. That guys turn their back to the inbounder. I yeah, can't believe crazy. that's still a thing. Uh, and it, it is. It, oh, it's a thing. You're exactly right. Um, I think this is going to be an incredibly, incredibly long game. Yeah. Because neither one of these teams seems to be able to to hold to hold themselves together. And when I look at the way that that these two are going up and down the floor, they're running offense. We're getting down under 10 seconds on every clock. And that to me is that to me is a sign of a really long game. It's a grind. Yeah, it is a grind. Thirteen minutes is an eternity. It, it oh yeah, there's no doubt it's an eternity. And the the bigger problem I think um, is that Marquise Noel is out of this game right now with an ankle injury, and I think that's a huge huge deal for K State. Yeah, he was driving into the paint and rolled his ankle. They, they were taping him up on the bench. And but. he's standing up trying to walk it off, but you can see it's just he's not comfortable. So 54-52 now Michigan State, and there he is. He's back in the game, Noel. Um, so we'll see we'll see how this goes, but Noel yeah. has to. He's, he's got to be some kind of able on that right ankle. Uh, 55-52 Michigan State over K-State. 13 minutes exactly to go in the game. Uh, this tournament update brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Make sure that you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Telling you guys, take the time. It's five to seven minutes. Bring your kids. They've got great lights. They've got all kinds of different soaps at Quick Quack Car Wash. By the way, we haven't had a knockdown drag out because you're stupid in a long time. Yeah, I know. It's always because I'm stupid. <laughs> it's never because you, you know. Yeah. No, I just, I'm a pragmatist, which I understand. Noel comes in and throws in a prayer and he is limping everywhere on that right ankle. Oh, boy, he looks like he is just... Did he roll it again? I don't know, but he looks like, like he's he in a lot of pain. Because he was fine when he came in. He wasn't limping like that. Oh, man. Yeah, he rolled it again. Oh! oh! Yeah, yeah, he did. Damn. Wow, that's insane he made and that. He rolled his ankle again and then heaved in a three. He's just going to... This is going to hurt. He's going to have yeah, to hurt through this. through it, yeah. They're tied at 55 with 12 and a half minutes to go Yeah. on TBS. This is going to be crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Ryan Fair says Dion has Jesus in the backfield. That's what right. I'm saying. Aaron Wilson says, I want to play for Monty. 6'4, 230. Put me in, coach. Are we doing the Dan Patrick? We're like 5'10, 190. No. 
Delaric, no, Lincoln fan, but right, right, no, he's better than Prime, but in two, three years, maybe different, exactly. I, I think when Prime gets his hands on his guys, I think it's going to be very difficult to beat them. Maury Alvarez says, going through the Florida version of Quick Quack with all the different colors in the wash, kids love it so much. Yeah. Exactly right. Fat Jesus says, Dion is not a sandwich. Is Dion Sanders a sandwich, or is it a hot dog? Nah, he's he's the he's the he's the hot dog between the bread apparently. Oh God, here we go. Yeah. He, he's the meat of the sandwich. Let me yeah. play you this video of Dion. Yeah. How about Dion Sanders bench pressing today? He bench pressed. Where's that video right there? Dion bench pressed yeah. two hundred and fifty-five oh, pounds. That's easy. Oh, oh my God. So this is one yeah. of his other guys. Oh, that's God. his. That's his son. <laughs> Trying to put up 255 right there. Oh, yeah. His son is the video director for, for Prime, and he can't do even one. And look at this cat. Another cat. One, two, three. Now put him up, right? Okay, cool. Well, how about Coach Prime? How about Coach Prime? All right. Lightweight. All right. All right. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah, dude. And then he gets on his little Segway scooter and rolls away. Yeah. The guy's a G. There's no doubt about it. I think everybody wants him to do well because it's better for, for college sports when he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. You know. Um, let's see. James Knight says, okay, see are the clips, guys. Are you believers yet? Well, I mean, if Paul George is only out on a sprained knee, I think they're in good shape. I think the the problem is the game is completely different in the postseason. Yeah, and you I need guys like PG in the postseason. Yeah, dude. and I don't, I just don't think that OKC is ready to compete in the postseason. I think OKC is good enough to beat one, like to get it. To, I think they're good enough to make it through the play-in. Like, like they're able to beat you straight up in a winner-take-all type game. But I don't think they're good enough to win a game, uh, a seven gamer yet. Little Jizzy says Dion has a big hot dog. I bet. Yeah, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Uh, if you want a big hot dog, make sure you get to trydaytrading.com. Anywhere you are, all across the great country of the United States of America, go to trydaytrading.com. They have a ten dollar thirty day membership just for Monty Show viewers. Right in the middle of the page, click ten dollar membership. 30 days, the $10 you give goes to charity, so it's a tax write-off for a charitable donation. It's your education, so it's a write-off for your education as well. Um, and by the way, it's going to give you a look inside of how TridayTrading.com works because I'm telling you again, a lot of people ask me over the last two days, hey man, is this legit? Like, isn't it dangerous? Like, Kenny was saying, oh man, you're going to lose money. It's an addiction. Well, hey, it may be an addiction. But it's not an addiction when you're a professional day trader. When you're somebody that says, hey, this is going to be my full time. This is going to be my side hustle. You take it seriously. You execute TridayTrading.com, right? Click on the $10 membership. Give it 30 days. If it's not for you, hey, man, you're out. Yeah. It's a charitable donation. You're out, man. No strings attached. You're done at 30 days if it's not for you, right? But what if it is tremendous? And it is. Because people who go to Triday Trading are across this country today making over $1,000 today. A day. $1,000 a day. If you want to do it as a side hustle, they have people doing it as a, a secondary income making hundreds of dollars yes. today. So again, I ask you, how much money did you make today? 
What if I said to you, hey, $10 to change the rest of your life? Because that's really what it is at Tri-Day Trading. It's $10 to change the rest of your life. And if it's not for you or you don't think so, hey, you're, you're done. You're out. That's totally fine. TridayTrading.com. Try the 30-day membership for just $10. It's a great side hustle. It is the side hustle. TridayTrading.com. Tell them Monty sent you. Mm-hmm. And then let me know what happens. Let me know how it goes for you. Because I love hooking guys up. Everybody asks us about side hustles because we used to be the kings of side hustles. Yeah. We've done Amazon FBA. We've done Amazon return crates. We've done everything. And I hear so many people saying, well, you know, I'm driving Uber and, you know, I'm doing X, Y, Z. And dude, you don't need to drive Uber. You don't need to drive, you know, for DoorDash. Yeah. Stay home. Be with your family. Make the money you deserve. Tridaytrading.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Kurt Meyer says, guys, 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 shout out for James Knight's daughter's birthday. She is watching. Nice, dude. Happy birthday. James Knight's daughter is watching. Happy birthday, James Knight's daughter. We appreciate you watching the show. Happy birthday. Your dad's a stud. Uh, Hugh Jazz Jazz Gamer 247, he is back. He is back. But, man, they're just limping around all over the place. Yeah. And now Michigan State 60, K-State 59, 1032 to go. By the way, UConn rolling Arkansas 46-29 at the half. That game is on CBS. UConn's going to win. You guys are right. Yeah. You guys were right. They're up. You're up 20 almost. I mean, you, you, I, you'd be surprised. No reason that. to lose. Travis Bird says, hi, homies. So, dude. By the way, Travis Bird's a G. Do you guys know where he was today? He was, at, he was at Utah all day long. Look at what my guy did at Utah. For all you BYU fans, this is what you call a trophy case room. 78. Where's the sugar bowl one? There it is, baby. I love you, man. Stay hard! (laughs) Stay hard! And then look at Travis Bird and Ron McBride. Right, can you say hello to Monty? Hey, Monty, what's up? Monty. Monty, what's up, Monty? A Utah legend right here. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Okay, my pleasure. Thank you. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. Have a good day. Of, of course, you meant me, a Utah legend, right? Not God Ron bless. McBride. You meant Monty's a Utah right, legend. Right, yeah. Right. You were telling Coach McBride, hey, Monty's a Utah legend. Right. Obviously, that's what he meant. Right. Obviously, that's what he meant. By the way, I'm just telling you, if you were in the membership on this show, you would see all of these videos because Travis Bird yeah. puts all of these videos in the membership on Instagram, our Instagram members only group. Yeah. Travis Bird's a stud. It, it, and you know what? He's an evangelist. I love you, man. I love it. I, I, I just, I love it. And of course, Travis says Buffalo Bills are winning the Super Bowl. Probably not. But hey, you know what? You go for it. You go for it. Uh, Big Jack 512 says UConn 4629. It's over, dude. It's over. over. Curtis Middleton, Lyft is the best way to get money. I'm telling you, spend $10 and prove me wrong. Because if you go to Triday Trading and what are, put in the side in the uh, in the chat, you guys. What are your side hustles? Mm-hmm. I love this conversation. What are your side hustles? I'm curious what you guys do for side hustles. So when you hit the like button, then go to the go to the chat and put your side hustles in there. Yeah. What is it you do for a side hustle? 
We've done, legit, we've done Amazon FBA, where you saw products on Amazon fulfilled by Amazon. We've done Amazon return crates. We've done real estate. We've done, I mean, all kinds of things. Yeah. Stocks. Now, I'm a, I'm a big stock market guy. Right. So I'm curious what you guys, what are your side hustles? What do you guys think of? of? Because what I would tell you is for my dudes, for 10 bucks, I think it's absolutely worth you to look into it because it'll change your life. I'm not even saying that. Curtis Middleton says I steal from people. Nice, dude. Okay. I mean, that's illegal, but you can make money doing that. And then you got to pay your bond. But, you know, SA says flip houses. Love flipping houses. I miss working in real estate, but, you know, we have other stuff. Um, Jeremy Severe says basketball referee. Curtis Middleton says, oops, didn't mean to say that. Well, too late now. That's not what you try to do. It's only what you did do. Delaric says, I put up carports on the weekends. Good Lord. Love that. You, but see, that's my point. What do you do during the week? Tridaytrading.com. That's the side hustle. Yeah. Because it allows you to be at home and it allows you to make, dude, ask yourself, are you making a thousand dollars a day putting up carports or the thing is, dude, like, I want you to think about something because everyone's like, oh, it's a scam or try, you know, uh, day trading is somehow not legit. Dude, try day trading. They offer a, a, a course, a system. So let me get this right. You, you're more willing to do something that's physically super taxing and really hard on you and like takes a ton of work when you can learn a new skill. Because remember, you know, skills pay the bills, right? Like the more skills you have, the more money you make. So if you learn a new skill and you know how to operate and they teach you the fundamentals, you're going to be good. You're going to make bread, dude. They're not like, I hope people understand because this is for whatever reason, it kind of is mind boggling to me, but for whatever reason, we always get this reaction. Oh, like day trading is a hack. And it's like, dude, it's not, it's not like a hack or not legit or whatever, you know, adjective you want to use. Like how many people do this full time? Yeah. Like it, 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 like they offer a robust course. The only reason I haven't taken the course like full time and dove headfirst into it is because we do this, right? Like this takes 70 hours a week of our time, the show and all the other stuff we do. And like, dude, but dude, if I was still at the Yelpatory, I would be doing trying. When we were at Yelp, when we were at Yelp and Yelp is a life hack, by the way. You need a gig, Yelp, go to Yelp, because you'll make bread. But there's a whole uh, Slack group at Yelp. It's a community, it's like a chat group at Yelp, and all they do is day trade. Yeah. And so you sell local Yelp ads, and on the side, you're day trading. We know how many people have gone through Triday. I mean, it's not oh, even tons. a, I mean, it's, a, it must be 30 people at this point who have gone through and been like, yeah, dude, this is legit. I don't know anybody that we've sent through TridayTrading.com that hates it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, you know, I, I think it is, um, I think it's interesting. Like I said, it's 10 bucks. And by the way, that 10 bucks goes to charity. So, you know, do it. Like, it's not like you should try it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Like, I, I'm really glad they're back on the show. By the way, this, this K-State Michigan State game is a barn burner. 7.23 to go NCAA tournament updates brought to you by our good friends at uh, Quick Quack Car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash, the best car wash in the business. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show where you're in and out in five minutes. Bring the kids because, again, they have great colorful lights, great colorful soap. And I'm telling you, this K-State-Michigan State game, Michigan State came out with a whole nother level of fight and want to. 
And this thing is tied at 70 with seven minutes to go. And Michigan State's current possession, they've gotten three chances now. And they've missed two threes, make it three threes. And now K-State gets the rebound. Yeah. Like the battle that Michigan State is putting up in this game is exactly why Tom Izzo is a, yes. a, a Hall of Famer and one of the greatest coaches of all time. Because his guys, they play hard, man. And I think you look at the way that K-State plays, I just don't know that K-State's guys have been here and can can deal with this tenacity. And Noel with this ankle injury, I'm going to be interested to see how he does. Throws up an alley-oop. Oh, missed it. But K-State gets the rebound, 72-70. K-State now over Michigan State. And I, I, I'm just telling you, watching this game, the fight is the fight is unbelievable. The fight is unbelievable um, between these two. Yeah. I, I absolutely love it. Giggity says, as soon as tax season is over, I'll be all over Tri-Day trading. I'm, I'm over the 9-5 to five gig. Dude, Dude the you're the exact real, guy. Yeah. You are the exact guy, I'm telling you. Yep. You're the exact guy for that. Uh, Curtis Middleton said, I just bought an iPhone 14 with money from Lyft. My man. Good for you, man. Way to work Love hard, that. dude. Way to work hard. That's awesome. Uh, Delaric, what's up, folks? Uh, Delaric says, I sell the car carports and I make about 500 bucks for half a day and I work from home during the week, so that's my exercise. Love that. There you go, dude. Love that. Nice setup. Um, main event says, I make my own blue cheese pops. Good show, gentlemen. <laughs> dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. <laughs> Awesome. Ritson says, did laundry uh, coaches college baseball for uh, big all camps, got fat tips. Nice. Okay. Nice. Love that. Yeah. I just think you, if you guys, the world is not set up for being a W-2 employee. And I think the hard part for us has always been, we get this a lot because we talk, we used to talk about side hustle and business and real estate and stocks all the time. And I think one of the main questions we always get is, I hate my job. How can I get to where you guys are at? Yeah. And the thing that I want you to understand about like side hustles and working for yourself, it's not easy. It's not going to be handled to you, handled for you or handed to you. Yeah. Like you legit right now, if you work for somebody on a W-2, you're getting a paycheck every two weeks until you're not. Yeah. When you work for yourselves, <laughs> there are no paychecks. <clears throat> there are no paychecks. There are months where you don't get paid. And you just have to know that, or you have to insulate yourself from that. But you cannot have the life that you've always dreamed of working for somebody else. I, I just nope. don't, I don't believe it. Because the, the most precious thing in your life, the most precious thing in your life is your time. It's not your money. Everybody's chasing bread, dude. Everybody's chasing bread. It's not money. The greatest thing about making a lot of money is you stop thinking about money. You do. You know, you, you, you really, I'm telling you. Yeah. You have to value time and relationships. And I, I talk about this all the time. Like we do a thing on the show occasionally where I say, pick up your phone and you should do it right now. James Knight, good to see you, buddy. Well, let's, I promise you we will talk OKC not being a, 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 a no, I'm not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk OKC tomorrow. Um, I, we do a thing on this show where we talk about picking up your, your cell phone right now and send a text to somebody, your mom, your sister, your wife, your friend, your brother, your best friend who you haven't talked to in a week. Send a text to somebody that you haven't talked to or miss or want to talk to. Just say, hey, hey, dude. Hey, hey, girl. Hey, friend. Just thinking about you. Hope you're well. How hey are guys. things? Hey, hey, Steve. Hey, guys. Miss you, dude. How are you? Send your wife a text. 
If you guys are not together right now, say, hey, miss you. Looking forward to seeing you later. And you, watch the reactions you get. Watch the reactions you get. It's so difficult to be positive. This is the crazy part of our world. It's so difficult for some people to say, hi, hey, how are you? When you walk by somebody, do not pass anybody and not wave. Like if you're at work, if you're, if you're in the office, if you are, say hello to everybody. Treat everybody like they are gold. But instead what we do is we only treat people who can do things for us. We only treat them well. So we, we, we are rude to the fast food worker. Facts. We're rude. We get on social media. And this is what I always say about the haters. This is what I always say about the haters. Like, you took time to get on Twitter and tweet at me and say whatever it is that you said that was negative. A, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for investing time in me. B, why are you, what is it about you that makes you so negative? What are you upset about? What are you angry about? What is it that you're looking at in the mirror that you don't like? Because the real life hack is treat people well and then good things will happen for you. Yeah. Because I can tell you every day on this show, I meet somebody that I haven't seen in a long time. Like all of our sourcing stuff, and you guys probably don't care, but all of our sourcing stuff is, and Curtis, I'm going to tell you right now, you get one more shot, dude. You get one more shot. You get one more shot. That's it, Curtis. Um, what I'm telling you is, is that all of the things that we come to informationally are from guys I've known for at least a decade. All of the, the inside sourcing information are guys I've known for 10 years. Mm -hmm. At least. There's one guy I've known since my college years, and I'm 50 years old. I'm telling you guys, it's relationships. So when you treat people poorly, that doesn't come to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to believe and you have to treat people well. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah. And as far as is, you know, like W2 and, and side hustles go, look, I'm telling you now that the best thing that you can do for yourself is figure out what you're passionate about and go do it. Thanks. You know, like go... Go get your dream, dude, because it yeah. doesn't matter how old you are. It's still within reach. Yep. There's no doubt about that. Greg Hawkins says, uh, working for myself, I first went months without being able to pay myself something, but I'd also earn in a day what I was earning in two, three months. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, C. Coppin says, well, guys, great show. Got to go. I need to be up at 2 a.m. for work in the morning. Amen, Amen to that. Good, good luck. Amen to that. Yeah. Main event says spot on. Kurt Myers says, uh, good evening to all my Monty friends. Have a great rest of your day. You too, Kurt. Good to see you. Uh, I, I'm just telling you that it is a, it is absolutely a life hack to treat people well. Yeah. And it, I think that the hard part is, is that so many people don't want to do that for whatever reason. So many people don't want to do that. Yeah. So, you know, like it, it's just, it's, it's really interesting to me. Yeah. How many people don't want to do that? So yeah, we'll see. It'll be, uh, it will be interesting to see how. How the, how, the, how the world changes, too. Because, by the way, I don't think the money flow in this country is going to be what it is now. You're crazy if you're not looking at your bank twice <laughs> based on what's going on. JW says, peace out. JW, appreciate you. Have a good day. See ya. Uh, say something nice to someone every day. Seriously, man. Just go out of your way one time. It makes you feel better, I'm telling you. Yeah, dude. Uh, all right.
in the NCAA tournament. We are looking at 77-73. K-State up on Michigan State with 434 to go. Um, Joey Hauser is leading Michigan State with 18 points. But what a second half for A.J. Hoggard. 16 points, six times, an assist. The guy is absolutely balling in the second half, which you knew Tom Mizzou was going to come out and make some adjustments. Yeah, you knew they weren't rolling over. But Keontae Johnson has continued to be dominant for K-State, even though he's had a tougher second half. Uh, Cam Carter's been better. Noel with this ankle, I think, is the story of the game. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting to see exactly how that all plays out. Uh, but K-State 77, Michigan State 73, 434 to go in the second half. UConn 46, Arkansas 29. A lot going on. Yeah. I'm telling you, a lot going on. Drethman, I don't get it. You make account after account to tell us farm and butter. And it's like, see, this is the stuff I don't get. You're taking the time to make hundreds of accounts. Why do you, like, why do you invest that kind of time and effort into something? Do you really have nothing else to do but to sit here and... Like three or four of your comments are getting filtered. Do you really have nothing better to do than to like, it's so weird to me that people do that on YouTube. Like you'll just create accounts. Yeah, it's entertaining account. for them. I think like, but it's just why, like a though? thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm just telling you, I think that's why. Like, do you, do you legitimately have nothing better to do? That's what's scary for me. And it doesn't really bother me, frankly, because you commenting and being here helps us. It really does. Which is why we don't block people. We, yeah. Like, it, we just don't because there's no need to. The thing that's crazy to me is you sit here and you create all these accounts. Like, what are you not doing with your life when you're doing shit like this? Yeah. Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, what is it about you? And what is it about people that troll? Why do you love living in a negative space? I've never understand that. Because it makes them feel good to bring people down. That's why. Because they don't have what they need. I guess. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I don't understand it. I, I think one of the things that's so... Negativity is such a, 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 a killer. Well, it's the old saying. I mean, you'll never catch a hater doing better than you are. Never. Right? Like, I mean, never. Like, it's funny how when you start working with people who are at a different level and I, I really don't even like saying hey they're doing better than you I, because everyone's journey is different like but it's Correct. funny how how like if you start interacting and corresponding and doing work with people who are further down the path than you are and have gone through where you're at they look back and they're like yeah dude like do this do that do that and you'll it'll fast track and i only know that because i didn't do those things and now i get to look back so they don't even hate on you so that's why i say like Trollers just like to do that, I think, because it's, it's like fun for them or whatever. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the thing that I love that saying that you're never going to find a hater that's further down the road than you. Yeah. You know, like, because it's true, you won't. Yeah, you'll, because, never, you'll never find someone hating on you who's doing better. It just doesn't happen because there's no need for it. And, and the other thing is you put so much energy into that, like creating hundreds of fake accounts. Yeah. All of that energy is why you're not thriving. All of yeah. that energy is why you're not succeeding. Yeah. And it all, I'm telling you, I promise you, it is all about that voice in your head. When you go through and you, you ask yourself, think about this, think about this for yourself. What is the conversation you're having with yourself in your head? 
Like, what is that conversation like? What are you saying to yourself on a daily basis? Are you the, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm too old, I'm not making enough money, man, it pisses me off. I don't have friends, so I just create hundreds of accounts to troll on YouTube. Right, like, is that is that what it is? Or are you the guy that's like, oh man, I'm fat. Nope, I'm gonna stop that right now. Hey, good job going to the gym. Hey, good job. Like, And I, we talk about this as well. Like, The first thing you do when you get up in the morning is go look in the mirror and tell yourself, today's gonna be a great day. Good job getting out of bed. Good job being motivated. Good job getting to the gym, whatever that is. For me, you know what it is? Taking my vitamins before I go to the gym, right? I go to the, I leave my house at 520 every morning to go to the gym. And what I do is I take my vitamins before I go to the gym as a point of discipline. And I say to myself, hey man, good job taking your vitamins today. Good job with that. Hey, good job going to the gym. Like I really make this conscious effort mm -hmm. to have that positive conversation inside your head. Because when you're negative, man, there's just no fucking point to it. Yeah. Because it's, it's going to hold you down. Where are we at in society It, it is, is going to hold you down. So guys like Dreff, like I just don't understand it. Yeah. I, I, and again, every time you comment and every time you're here for 10, 20, 30 minutes, dude, you help the show. So, I, and I think a lot of it is that people don't understand how YouTube works. But you, you literally are not breaking us. You're making us. Yeah. You're not breaking us. You're making us. That's the thing that I just. Please, please. Like, and that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, it's not, it's, it's not any sweat off our back. I just feel bad for you because I think that there are so many more productive ways you could be contributing to the show. Well, and the other thing that I think is crazy is it's not contributing to the show. It's contributing to your life. That's that. That's it. Like, what is, what is it with you? You know, like, what is it with you? I, I've just never understood it. But, hey, in our business, we have a ton of people that are like, you, you know, you guys suck. You're terrible. You're all, okay, cool, man. Yeah, keep talking about us, man. You know, like, I, I just, I've never understood it. Yeah. And, you know, it, it is, that's part of our business. But anyway, here and there. Real quick, best, best French fries in fast food. Jack in the box. I don't think it's Jack in the box. I don't think it's Jack in the box. Okay. You know, uh, Henry Ginder wants to know what kind of drama he walked in on. There's not really drama. There's Jake, not drama. Jake lost his mind over Deion Sanders. And, you know, we have to, we, you know, we were talking about that. And then guys that, you know, sometimes they walk in. Matt Ritson actually, says Dairy Queen. Yeah, Dairy Queen has good fries. That's actually a good poll. It's not like, it's not McDonald's. No. It's definitely not uh, in and out No. In Five and out guys has. is there. But, but again, I think Five Guys has the best French fries. I actually really like... I don't love Jack in the Box French fries. Why? I, they're hit or miss. Yeah, but you got they're all hit burned out on fast food, too. So this is I kind did. Of a, this I, is am, kind of a... I am way burned out on fast food. Yeah. But I do like... No, Giggity says Jack Curly Fries. I haven't had curly fries in a long time, bro. Oh, fat burger, yes. I mean, Super Chicks has yes. awesome fries. I, I think Jack has awesome fries. I think, um, man, what are some other awesome fries, dude? Jack of the Box tacos. All day. Apollo, Jet Wayman, the Tao King of Utah, says Apollo Burger has yeah, the best fries. They man. do. They have really good. Really, really good. Uh, the homies at Shake Shack. Oh, Shake Shack Shake does Shack. well. I, I'm a big crinkle cut fan. I like crinkle cuts a lot. Are you a curly fry fan? 
Because Giggity is. Giggity uh, you know loves what, him dude? some, per- some I never, curly fries. It's not even that I don't like curly fries. I just never got into the curly fry game. <laughs> I just never. Ooh, the habit is good. Yeah. Yeah, see, and Ginder, this is the thing, though. Fresh McDonald's fries are great. Not fresh are terrible. But did you hear, I think I saw it, uh, it came out like a month ago, that they're doing something now where their fries don't get soggy anymore, that they've changed They've changed it. Yes. You remember I did, that vaguely? Yes, I remember vaguely. they changed something. But here and there, I just don't think McDonald's, uh, the only thing I'd go to McDonald's for is breakfast, and now we know their breakfast is terrible for you, which we kind of knew already. So, you know, it's if I'm going to do a burger, uh, I'm going to smoke it and make it myself, one. But if I can't do that, then I'm probably five guys, you know. Yes. Yeah, see, and Giggity gets it. The ranch at Super Chicks puts their fries yeah, up top. Yeah, and, and see, Oof. that's the other thing. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. That what you dip it in matters. Team what dip. you dip it in matters. Team dip. Absolutely, what you dip it in matters. Um, let's see. Alan White says, Freddy's custard for true fast food. I haven't heard of that. Freddy's, Freddy's, if it's the Freddy's I'm thinking of, it is good. It is good. You know. Uh, Maury, Maury, Maury you're a casual dude. I love some chicken. No, I love you, bro. Can't but do that's, waffle that's casual, bro. You're casual. Do you really like waffle cut fries? I've lost my love of Chick-fil-A. Oh. Mike M says they added a bit of lead to the frying oil. <laughs> yeah, probably. Ah, okay, got it, got right. it, got it. Probably. Understood, sir. Oh. Uh, by the way, we're sitting here watching K-State and Michigan State, and if Michigan State could knock down a jumper, this game would be a blowout. Yeah, but they can't. So 144 to go. Yeah. K-State 80, Michigan State 75. No reason K-State should lose this game. By the way, possession arrow is with K-State. Oh, my God. Hits Ooh. him right in the face. Man. Nah, that's going to be Michigan State ball. That's going to be Michigan State ball. Uh, let's see. I really need – Mr. Preston says I really need to try Super Chicks, yeah, too. Yeah, you do. You, yes, do. you do. Trust me, you do. The Great Dane. Or write a crinkle cuts with some seasoned yeah, salt. Yeah, dude, let's go. Let's go. I don't hate that at all. I don't hate that at all. Um, giggity. I Exactly. Chick-fil-A waffle fries are mid. Yes. <laughs> Steve says five guys fries are the best. I agree. You going Steve. Cajun or regular Pundo though, Steve? P. Steve, you going oh, Cajun frosty or regular? Oh, Frosty Freeze. Yes, Frosty Freeze. Hell yes. Yes. Mike Maple says Mr. Preston Super Chicks has the best chicken sandwich I've ever had. Yeah, dude. Because it's all it's all premium breast meat. So it's not cheap. It is not cheap. It is never going to be your cheapest chicken sandwich, but you pay for what you get. Yeah. I'm telling you. I am telling you. Freddy's STG. What does that Saint mean? St. George. Oh, okay. St. George. I like it. The Jeezy. Um, Maury Alvarez. Whoa. Maury Alvarez says, Freddy's is a poor man's steak and shake. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Curtis Middleton says, Del Taco fries are good. I've I don't even that. disagree with that. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, Travis uh, Clement Smith says, Red Robin steak fries. Dude, Ooh. I haven't been to a Red Robin since we Years. were in Phoenix, dude. Years. Yeah. It's been a long time. Matt Ritson says, Red Robin. The Great Dane. I have to say it that way. Sorry. Uh, Cheesecake Factory has several amazing different fries. They do. Cheesecake Factory's ranch, on point. On point. Yeah, I'm a huge Cheesecake Factory guy. Holy cow. Michigan State hit a three. 80 to 78, (laughs) minute and a half to go. 90 seconds to go. This game is off the chain, dude. Scintillating. We will stay on until this game's over. I know we're way late. Uh, End Donut says, Boise Fry Company. Damn blue turf. 
Never been. Yes, exactly right, Big Jack 512. What a huge look three. At, look at K-State eating clock here. As they should. High IQ bass. Oh, oh broke him off. Get some, boy. Woo, Let's Noel. Go, Noel. Let's go. 82, 78, a minute and three seconds to go. Am, is I, this a, am I a low-key Big 12 fan now? Is that what's happening to yeah, me? Yeah, timeout Michigan State. Boy, that is nice. What a pass to make that three for Michigan State. Unbelievable. McKinley Cutler, the cookie king of Utah. Onion rings from Kronberger, yes. Okay, okay. We need to talk yes. about this. Onion rings or French fries? Because I think, like, mm -hmm. I know Mrs. Monty's a huge onion ring person. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big onion ring guy. I'll eat them, but they're not my first choice. Yeah. That's interesting. You know what I mean? Like, like, and also with onion rings, I feel like there's a huge discrepancy in quality of onion ring. Because crappy onion ring is terrible. But you get a nice, crispy you know, onion ring with a fresh onion in it. JCWs? Yeah, dude. That's what I mean. Like, JCWs has good, good, JCWs yeah, does. good uh, onion rings. Like, you know. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I think the, I think the problem at JCWs is their fry sauce is legit. You're a fry sauce guy? You like uh, fry sauce? No, I'm not a fry sauce guy. The fry sauce at JCWs, dude. Okay. So JCWs fry sauce. Hondo P. I got you. Okay. But, I, the, and I agree. And the great Dane, I'm sorry. He said I'm really hungry. Now his comic got buried. Uh, so there it is. The great Dane says so hungry now. Dane, guys, Dude, yeah, I, I haven't agree. eaten since 2 o'clock. Join the club, bro. Yeah, seriously. I am ready to eat. By the way, if you're sitting here right now, please hit the, the like button. That really helps the channel grow. There's a comment that said Jake is right. We need to read that one. No, it, there's not. Yeah, there's, no, there's you know, one. The Great Dane says, agree, Jake. Crappy onion rings will ruin your, your night in more ways than one. But good onion rings. Beer-battered onion rings. Yeah, oh, you man. see what I mean? So it's Dude. very much like a, Dude. if it's awesome, it'll make your day. But if it's crappy, you'll be pissed about it. Yeah. Uh, Big Jack 512 um, says, Jake is right. Onion ring quality is key. Yeah, dude. K-State 82, Michigan State 80. Dude, this game's coming down to it. 45 seconds to go. Two possessions for each team left here. Maybe. No, nah, I don't think so. They're going to run clock. This is just going to be Noel on a pick and roll. Pick you and roll, pick a, and pop. You got to have a bucket here, though. You have to have a bucket. 82-80, Kansas State. 30, 30 seconds. 30 seconds to go here. 10 on the shot clock. This is big time. Yeah, you got to have a bucket here, bro. Or get fouled. Uh, he's going to shoot a three. He's going to shoot a three from way out. That bad, ball's out. A, oh, man, Michigan possession. State's going to win. That's a bad position. Michigan State's going to run offense. Are they going to call a timeout? Timeout. Smart. 19 seconds God, to go, 82-80. K-State over Michigan State, and they just ran clock because and settled for uh, uh, what's got to be a 25-30-foot three. Easily. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, a logo it's a three. Logo, yeah. It's a logo three. Yeah, he's on the logo. Plenty of juice behind it. Yeah. Just, he overcooked you're it. You're not making you know. that. Man. Man. Yeah, Big Jack, that's a good timeout. McKinley Cutler, the cookie king of Utah. Most of the most of the time, fries are going to be my go-to because even bad fries are good fries. But I know a place has good onion rings. I will always order that above fries. Okay, what is, the, what is your go-to in the comments when you're, like, tired and over the day, right? Like, when you're like, Dan, dude, I just need some food. Like, what's your go-to? Like, because I'm not a McDonald's that's guy. Tough. I'm not a Taco Bell guy anymore. The last time I had Taco Bell, it absolutely trashed me. Like I, I legit, I'm not like, a Taco Bell guy. Like, like I'm a big fan of Mo Betta's, uh, big fan of Super Chicks. Like those are my go-tos. But I'm Mo curious. Uh, Tom says, "What was the spread on this game? Even at 138." Damn. Um, and I think I think I have to think most of the money late came in on Michigan State. 
But K-State's been really good. Oh, look at that. Our uh, in-house uh, bookie, set, Jet Wayman, the tile king of Utah. Dude, Jet, how crappy was that possession, though? Come on. I have, a K -State, I have K State winning, so I hope they pull it out. You still got to make a shot in this game. Yeah, I mean, pulling it out's an art form, though. You know what I mean? Easy. Yeah, yeah Michigan, you know. Michigan State's still got to Michigan State still got to hit a shot here. You, do you take the do you take the three or try to get a driving two and get fouled? I'm trying to get fouled here. K State's not fouling anybody inside the ring. They're inside the stripe. You're not. You're I, you got to try and make them shoot a three, and if they get inside the paint, don't foul them. Because the worst you can do then is overtime. Yeah. And Michigan State's going that for the you, clock. What burn. you can't do is give K State another possession. That's what you can't do. Uh, Michigan State. Okay, is, here we they're go. They're going to try and win the game. Here we go. He's going to try and shoot a three. I think. Let's see. One on one. Oh no, nope. he's driving. He made it. Okay, so five, five seconds, seconds to go. go. K State's not going to call a timeout. They're not. Noel. Oh my God. Noel. Noel. Oh. oh my God. He missed a layup at the buzzer. We're going overtime. Overtime. Okay. Now, now we're out of here. Going overtime. Yeah. Matt yeah. Ritson says Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. Yes. The experts. Uh, the expert at pulling it out is Jay. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know. Like that. I. I didn't see any issue with that. I mean, that happens every day in our oh, program. Oh, Beto's. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Henry Ginder says TB all the way for me. TB. TB. What do you mean? Um, Mike M says in and out. Uh, if it's not packed up. But it always is. That's part of the bad yeah. experience. And I'm just not an in and out guy anymore. I'm not. All right, we gotta go. You guys, awesome conversation. This is a great thing. Final comment. I buy a whole ribeye from Costco and butcher it up and grill me a big fat ribeye as, as my go-to. Hey. Amen to that. Goddamn American right there. Or Danish, whatever you are. Love you either way. You guys, damn right. Good show. Appreciate you being here. Thanks to everybody who uh, commented today. Thank you. Please hit the like button on your way out the door. That would be awesome. Until tomorrow, yeah. after you drink your bucked up, TridayTrading.com. Get your $10 membership. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Dion for seven wins, Jake.